Welcome, travelers. We are the Global Rollers, a group of geeks from all over the world playing Dungeons & Dragons. I play the often confused Myrick in our bi-monthly campaign in the Korean Dynasty. Join us as we connect with her ancestors, recover her past, and discover her destiny. All right, welcome back. I'm going to keep this short and simple, short and sweet. Uh, the quick little recap, now within the city limits of Jigal, the group can finally take a moment to truly breathe and relax, just in time for the opening ceremonies of the Festival of Merit. But before we get into that, uh, Shara sent off some letters to some individuals back of Rosanna, which she will share now for the podcast. Shara? The first letter was to Sky Sybil. My journey to Jigao has been eventful, but not all good. In fact, I stumbled upon some worrying information. The trip to Asarius and on to Urzen was relatively uneventful. We did encounter some hostile individuals one night, which resulted in the death of one of the escorts, to my regret. When we arrived in Urzen, Ogre Lord Bufal II requested our presence. He informed us that a valued village elder, Balbara, had gone missing and this was causing some unrest in the community. He asked if the four of us, Ranish Kryn, Estella, Patch, a bugbar companion of Ranish, and myself, would join two wards of Balbara, Zetch, a goblin, and Myrick, a half-draw bugbear in trying to locate her and return her to Urzen. Bufal also relayed that within the last two weeks, a small squad of Aurora Watch soldiers passed through Urzen, led by Taldria Vryn. They were hunting children of malice. For the good of this community, I accepted the mission to locate and return Balbara, as did my companions. Being late in the day, we decided to wait for dawn before venturing into the Broken Vale Marsh. I now come to the first of my unfortunate events of the trip. We had come to the ruins of a couple stone buildings. There was a short combat with some giant undead and a sort of muddy ooze creature. Dispatching them was not an issue, but what was found pierced my heart. We found the desecrated body of Taldria hanging in one of the buildings. Her body was covered in odd cut runes and a black ichor oozed from her mouth. My decision at the time was that without knowing the exact nature of these runes, it was best to burn the body to purify, at the very least. We recovered her armor, sword, and a ring. My sincere condolences to her family and Lystra, as Taldria died well outside the light of the Luxem Beacon in Asarius. I am including the ring with this missive, as I have no doubt you will ensure its return to Lystra. Also included are drawings taken by Ranosh and Estella of the runes that were on Taldria's body. My hope is you will be able to determine their true purpose. The sword will travel overland to be returned to the Vryn family. We continued our search for Balbara, which led to a very old standing stone. We suspect it was used at one time to communicate with those who term themselves deities. We found some burned incense at the stone that had two words etched into it, Arachnithel. 
I know I do not have to explain their meaning to you. I now fully believed Balbara's disappearance was likely caused by the same evil creatures who had killed Daldria, and we now had a destination. With further searching, we located the entrance to Arachnathel. It was guarded, and I use that phrase very loosely, by a storm overhead and a metal spear thrust deep in the ground. The storm would shoot a bolt of lightning at the spear with a predictable frequency. I can only speculate this was the best that the Storm Lord could manage. Timing our dash to the underground entrance, we proceeded down. One note, it is best to make that dash with any exposed metal covered securely to avoid an annoying jolt. We were able to ambush a group of spider bitch followers and put them to death. Also within was a room with a large spider and her likely children. They were also killed. Finally, we located Balbara, who was being held and tortured by a devout follower of the spider bitch and a couple of her minions. After a short fight, they were all dead. I took the head of the devotee in case any information can be gathered from that source. Also, I have included a diary of sorts I believe was the property of that devotee, her damaged symbol of power, as well as a set of keys. They might offer more clues to what they were about. Balbara was saved and returned to Urzen. It was quickly decided to set off immediately for Jagao, including Balbara. Steps needed to be taken to remove the curses incurred by some of our party. Having arrived, I wasted no time seeking out Dirth and getting this report written for you to be sent immediately. We will remain in Jagao for the festival for a potential reply. My recommendation is for Arachnathel to be properly secured or destroyed. To enter the facility, you must bypass a door by providing blood, but this carries a curse. A room within is secured with a key and a glass door containing two enchanted swords and an enchanted set of armor. The enchantment allows them to attack autonomously. Spending more than an hour in the place can expose an individual to a curse from the spider bitch. Proper precautions should be employed. On a personal note. I had spoken with you regarding the path I felt would eventually be revealed to me. That path has been laid. I have given my oath to the Luxon as a seeker. Your wise counsel, as ever, goes with me wherever that path may lead. I know I can depend on you to be sure my family is safe within the den. As always, you have my respect, appreciation, and deep love. From your loving kin, Shara. That was the letter to the Sky Sybil. The second letter she sent was to Leilana, her wife from her first life. To my dearest Leilana, Estelle and I have finally arrived in Jigao. The trip took a bit longer due to a stop in Urzen for rest. You would be amazed by the massive tortoises they used to build on. The largest could likely hold a block of buildings on it from Roshana. Unusual, but a wise mode of transport within the marshlands. I have met some people along the way who joined for the trip to Jakao for the festival. <clears throat> I thought it would amuse you for a time with my descriptions of each. First, Ranish Kryn. An interesting elfman who relaxes some of the strictures of protocol while out of Rosanna. 
I believe your father may have had business with his wife, Shannis, with his finer textiles that he produces. I have found him to be inspiring during the trip. Second, Patch. An interesting companion to Ranash due to their vast differences. Patch is a bugbear who may be currently from Asarius. I have not fully established that fact yet. He is roughly dressed, but what he lacks in visual appeal, he more than makes up for in skill when it comes to tracking in the wild. <clears throat> His skills in that area, as well as hunting, are very impressive. I also do not have the full tale on how Patch and Ranish met. I am certain it would be interesting at the least. Third, Zetch. They are a goblin we met in Urzen, a small, capable individual who amuses me on occasion when they seem to lose momentary control and go off on a tangent in goblin speak. I believe Abriana would find them highly entertaining. Fourth, Myrick. A companion of Zetch, and a bit of an enigma, in a few ways. Firstly, she appears to be half-drow and half-bugbear. Not unheard of, but rather rare. I have not fully gotten to know her yet, but she appears to draw power from the natural world in some way. She also sleeps with her eyes open. I have heard of this before in passing, but never met someone who exhibits the trait. Of course, you know Estella already. My hope for her on this trip is to get her out of her cocoon in Rosanna and develop better social skills. A challenge, I know, but I must try. And I think of you often, my darling. I hope you are taking good care of yourself. My heart still belongs to you. I've been composing a poem along this trip, mostly in my head, so now I will put the words to parchment as a gift for you, my love. Beneath the canopy of night's embrace, where stars like diamonds shimmer with grace, I find myself lost in memories of you, as moonlight weaves dreams that feel so true. Each twinkling star a moment we've shared, a memory, a feeling, a love that's cared. They form a constellation of our journey's art, etched in the canvas of my grateful heart. Moonlight's tender touch, a soft caress, reflects the warmth of your love's finesse. It paints our story in silvery hues, a tapestry of moments forever to choose. In the quiet hours when the world's asleep, the stars and moon their vigil keep. I'm wrapped in thoughts of your sweet smile. Distance may separate, but love's not fragile. So when the night sky blooms above, I'm reminded of our boundless love. The stars like memories forever gleam, and moonlight whispers, it's not just a dream. Through the ebb and flow of time's gentle stream, in the sea of remembrance, you're my guiding beam. With stars as our witnesses and moon as our guide, eternally in my heart, you'll forever reside. With all of my love until I see you again. Sharakos. And those are the letters that she sent. All right. Beautifully written. So we will kind of 
move through the festival with, at any point, members of the group, uh, players here, I'll give you a brief description of those first four days leading up to the competition of champions. And through that time, just give me a brief rundown, uh, very quick of things that you're, you would be looking to buy, things you would be looking to do. Keep it short and sweet. Um, but I'll start it off. Um, over the course of the first four days, the group would find themselves taking in many sites of the festivals, savoring goblinoid and orcish foods, admiring colorful market stalls, and basking in the energy that fills the air. As you delve deeper, you explore more maze-like markets to marvel at the exquisite craftsmanships of the various merchants from all over Jorhas. If a break is needed from the thrum of excitement within the main festival grounds, you can move toward a quiet area of the city. Jigao is ripe with deep-rooted blending cultures of both orcish and goblin clans. You can admire the shrines dedicated to a more natural variance of the verdant moons, the combined worship of the moon weaver and the wild mother, showing the blending of cultures. One shrine of note is a beautifully maintained garden. During the day, it is vibrant and full of color, while at night, the garden seems to almost be enchanted as nighttime flowers open and glow with the hue of matching that of Katha. Further festival wanderings would bring the discovery of hidden gems amongst the crowds, various impromptu street performances, and traditional line dances. And each night, the sky is filled with a display of colorful fireworks. So, that gives you an idea of how this festival flows and how it moves. There is all through the day and even blending into the night, there is activity and buzz with the city being filled pretty much to the brim with individuals from all over the Northwestern and other places of Jorhas. So starting off, I know that for certain Shara and Estella would have been moving through some of the market stalls to procure various types of items for their hobbies and crafting purposes. Shara going for various types of colored yarns, with Estella going for more of the various types of worked metals to um, create the jewelry that she does. Between the two of you, is there anything that you would like to have done or purchased or seen or carried out during this time? Uh, I was looking specifically for about a hundred gold worth of like w wire and raw gems. Okay. Yeah, you can find a variety of gemstones. Even with your keen eye, you can see, you can deduce out uh, the, oh, what really would be more like uh, the fakes as opposed to the authentic, authentic, which would you'd want to work through. So yeah, you can put down that you have 100 golds worth of essentially jeweling crafting equipment and very minor, depending on the, I would imagine you don't want to spend a full 100 gold on just gems. So you have gemstones that vary between 
you know, a gold piece up to five gold pieces. Yeah. Okay. Easy enough. Um, Shara would spend, I want to say 10 gold on, um, but yeah, she's probably going to fill quite a bit of her backpack with, uh, different yarns, different colors, um, and potentially some, uh, further knitting needles. If there are some, particularly if there's some that are in like pretty woods, um, metal even, uh, that might be available. So yeah, uh, that's, I'm just going to put down that she's, yeah, mm -hmm. knitting supplies and that she's spending 10 gold. Perfect. As far as going around the festival, she's going to make sure <laughs> as much as possible that she gets Estella out and at least seeing the sights, not necessarily expecting Estella to uh, socially interact with a whole lot of people, but getting her out to look around and, and see things and to experience the um, uh, the fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next up, uh, Myrick. Was there anything specific that you would be, Myrick would be looking for purchasing wise, or what would she be doing? Um, so she doesn't have a whole lot of money at this point. Um, she'd actually be looking for ways to maybe earn money, uh, whether that's like helping finding people making potions and offering to help make things or to um, even offering to like look around for the folks to like that and like do herbalism roles basically harvesting roles um, physical labor because she's super strong so, okay like, holding things hauling things if there's not related to the festival that look like they need help because everyone's partying okay so, yeah, I would say you can split some time between the two. Um, for the heavy lifting, you find uh, a goblin, older goblin couple who um, are essentially hauling various types of uh, furniture, like worked wood furniture out in front of their homes. You see they're struggling a bit, uh, but as you approach... There's a little bit of resistance from the uh, the older gentleman goblin, insistent that he can manage it himself, but struggling quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I would say you can you they give you uh, nine copper pieces for your yeah. help, um, <laughs> as opposed to or conflicting with the herbalism and such like that. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. First roll of the night. First roll of the night. Twelve. A twelve. Not bad. So she's got a minus two. No, not not too bad. Yeah. You. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, you are. Really. You make your way to the clinking vial, which is um, where. Yelpley uh, would have provided you with chemical supplies and potions. You would have uh, 
interacted with her, um, she she would use your uh, she would use your abilities to help monitor various types of brews and such that she is creating. Nothing magical initially. It's very, very basic magic. Nothing like like a healing potion. It's very basic magic. Um, one being whenever you take uh, a swig or whenever you down the potion, it acts as a presentation and it can change your eye color. Another is your hair color. So you begin assisting her with the maintaining those. Um, and you make... She offers you... 20 gold pieces yes. over the, and that would be you spending time each morning with her uh, finalizing these potions as she's just keeping her stock readily available. Perfect. All right. Anything else for you, Myrick? Um, keep an eye out for people that look, uh, a little on the sus side and see if she can't track anyone down like this all her poisoner's kit. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting one. Okay. Uh roll me roll me a first roll me a perception check. Okay. This is gonna count for the four days. What was it? Six. Six. It's a lot of people, Myrick. It's it's a little unnerving. Um, even at night when you're like, oh, this is like my time to shine. You know, there's very few people. The, the, the streets are filled. <laughs> These people stay up until it's kind of like New Orleans, like during any weekend, it never sleeps. Um, they have a they have an entertainment ward where uh, essentially you can carry your alcohol on the streets. Um, you are detained if if needed. But yeah, you're your senses are buzzing because of just how I would, many people there are. I would like to put a little postscript sure. that uh, I left most of my belongings, including a large amount of my gold uh, in my room at the barracks. Okay. <laughs> Good um, to know. I have the gold that is on me is on uh, a leather strap that my pouch hangs from and it's around my neck and it tucks down between my tits. <laughs> yep. yep. Old. If anybody's going for it, they're the going to get past my tits first. <laughs> uh, okay. And good I to will know. fill them. <laughs> uh, Stella would be doing the same thing because that's what Shara taught her to do. Oh. Yes. All right. Uh, Strange city. You got to be careful. We'll go ahead and move off to you, Patch. Are you looking for anything uh, in particular? Doing anything in particular? Uh, I think Patch would. Uh, even though he's pretty good, he's kind of a little paranoid about certain things going to shit when mm -hmm. he's on the road. So he's gonna spend a gold and pick up another twenty crossbow bolts if possible. Okay. Uh, and another thing he's gonna he's he's looking for like something to do when he's on the road that's not hunting um so he's gonna look to try to f see if he can find a like maybe like a a whittling knife or something like something to kind of kill his time um 
he's not looking to be trained on it or anything. He's just, you know, looking for something to fuck around with, basically. Yeah. Um, for the purpose of this, we'll just say you can buy a set of carpenter tools, but just reflavor those as like various types of whittling tools and such like that. So um, they would have different types of stains and things like that so you can stain the things that you whittle down they would have various types of whittling knives a whetstone to sharpen your whittling knife um sounds like a plan i would say just for for this you can say carpenter tools rename it to whittling tools because i don't think they have those sounds like a plan all right um and then other than that yeah he's just gonna be also kind of like taking a page from uh from Myrick's uh, book and just trying to find places to that'll give them some cheap coin. <laughs> sure. I'll say you can find another couple, another uh, gaggle of goblins who just do not want to do manual labor. Um, they <laughs> pawn it off on you, mostly doing minor deliveries between one place or the another. Um, you, they offer you seven copper pieces. I'll take it at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> level three guys <laughs> uh, no, that'll be it for me all right uh ranosh actually ranosh you're gonna i'm gonna come back to you because i know you have some band things you would like to do uh zetch okay uh zetch is gonna try and make this easy on their dm mm-hmm. uh, so first of all uh zetch has hidden away uh the um budget necronomicon in the uh darkest and most distant corner of their room mm-hmm. for now because they ain't touching that again for a while <laughs> uh, a little bit of paranoia after the previous attempt but such does have some specific things so before uh Shara and Estella would have gone out, Zetch would have gotten measurements of Shara's bag that uh, she had commissioned from Zetch. So she'll get measurements of the bag and see what size uh, knapsack would be needed. Uh, If uh, Zetch is stopping them, uh, Estella's going to present Zetch with a little golden fist on a necklace. Zetch looks at it and says, I can't accept that at this moment. I'm sorry. But hold it, and I'm sure uh, you'll owe me your life at some point in the near future. And then you can give me another gift. Stairs. Uh. (laughs) Another pleasant stare, but... I just need <laughs> um, Shara regarding the bag is going to uh, take the time to discuss with you what she would really like mm-hmm. and that she wants it uh, to be spacious but she also wants more side pockets and so forth on it mm-hmm. for you know so everything's not just dumped in the center of the bag um, okay so yeah so not quite as big as a duffel bag, I would say, but, uh, you know, particularly good, not as big as a military duffel bag, but... Like, not quite as large as a mountaineering backpack, but something yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. sturdier. Yeah, something, and, something right. sturdier and with uh, okay. more, 
more, more pockets and straps pockets and things that can be secured okay um yeah uh so once and, Zetch has that Zetch has oh sorry, do you need and she'll she'll ask do you need a coin for materials Zetch just shakes their head and says no okay i i have this well in hand thank you excellent I'm really looking forward to it because, yeah, she kind of pats the bag that she's got. This isn't going to hold up for uh, lengthy travel. I gotcha. Thanks. Uh, and Zetch will take their leave awkwardly. Um, and there are two places that Zetch needs to find within the city. All right. One is Zetch needs to follow their nose and find a tanner. Yes, the the knocked arrow Tilla would be who you would want to visit. Okay, so Zed will find the Tanner mm-hmm. and uh, just find out um, what it would uh, what the requirements are for preparation of hides or leather that Zetch brings. Uh, Tilla would. You can see she's busy with her own. Uh, you, you imagine they're commissions or something, uh, mm-hmm. various types. But she would offer a essentially a trade in that she would take parts of the leather, um, a small bit of the leather, um, okay, in uh, if you cannot provide her with the gold, she would take pretty much a cut of the leather to use within her shop. As you would pay her, she would do it for, um, depending on the type of leather, she would, her basing price is uh, seven gold and it goes up from mm-hmm. the types of leathers. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. Seven times my current fortune. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that once Zetch has done that, uh, Zetch is <clears throat> then going to, uh, look for places that might be interested in purchasing fresh meat and game. So okay. like various restaurants, food stalls, places that seem like they're selling small game style foods. Yeah. You, most of the people who are doing it through like local stalls would kindly decline, but you would be pointed to the broken tusk, which Mm-hmm. as you know, is the only um, inn and tavern. And it is very much a a lot of outdoor seating. And there are some indoor seatings and stuff like that, but most of the patrons just sit outside, get their food, and um, enjoy the salty air. But you are pointed toward, yeah, the Broken Tusk. And if you were to go there, um, you would roll a persuasion check for me absolutely amazing at these let me tell you that's a seven a seven for a total of uh, a six for a total of seven you uh, (laughs) unfortunately there it's busy and bustling and as you kind of push for this interaction with their cook brutus um they pretty much say to wait until the festival's in for any new suppliers, if you will. Got it. Okay. So 
All right. Uh, then the last thing that Zetch is going to do is uh, disappear from the city for about two and a half days um, for the festival. All right. Zetch is going to have to, Zetch is going to pick the direction, which is the exact direction they found themselves in with their unanticipated uh, overnight journey. And that's the direction that they will go in to begin hunting for both small game and larger prey. To inform anybody of your departure. Uh, Zetch will inform the gate guards of the facility that they will be leaving for a couple of days to procure materials. So the garrison guards or? The... Yes, the garrison okay. guards. So for the others, as... <laughs> And Zetch, yeah, Zetch will not be telling anyone else. <laughs> the if the others were to question or inquire, Dearth would have been informed that Zetch uh, was taking this trip, and they would, in turn, Dearth would inform the group that Zetch is going out for a bit. Would you have told them the amount of days, or just kind of been? Like, I would I'm have told them that I would be back. Um, the day before the fourth day of the festival. So the third day of the festival. So okay. I'll be back. Okay. So the group would be informed that. So you would. Yeah. And yeah. I would say each evening, the, the group would reconvene back. Uh, most of them would, um, but anything else for you, Zetch? No, just uh, going out to do the hunting, procuring materials, searching for an animal big enough to get leather off of. Okay. And if Zetch is unsuccessful, um, there will be a horse or cattle from one of the caravans outside the city that will end up missing a portion of its hide before it's set on fire. Okay. Uh, and then um, Zetch will return to the city after that. Roll the survival check. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that's just an 11. <laughs> an 11? 11's good enough. Um, you're hunting hunting game. You've done this before. It's a little bit different than your time in the, uh, the marshlands. Yeah. yeah, but I would say over the course of the two days, you managed to track down a large boar, mm. probably and weight and size and, and height and such is about double your size and weight. It's about triple your weight. Okay. Um, well, Zetch would be definitely cheating horribly. Uh, um, the boar would be first assaulted with a magical web okay. from the web weaver staff mm -hmm. uh, to attempt to contain it. Uh, and then Zetch would uh, probably, uh, from a distance, keep plugging away with darts, and uh, you know what? I'm pretty sure boars aren't that smart. We'll use psychic attacks, mind sliver, things like that. It yeah, just... I would say you can make, because it's a, essentially a challenge rating zero, uh, at most uh, an eighth of a challenge rating for this creature, you can definitely, you have the gear and you have the expertise and the ability to lay traps and then work effectively effectively and efficiently to take this creature down okay. um, and given how generic this creature is you won't need to roll a harvesting kit check or anything oh. like that you can just you can take the time to properly harvest it and gather what you need dispose of the innards that wouldn't be used and yeah you would have meat 
You would probably have more meat than you can carry. Um, I will, they will carry a good amount. They have a they have a box for that now. Oh, they do. They certainly do. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you can return back and I imagine you're going to be making a trade in for this. Yeah, we'll uh, okay. we'll trade half. We'll trade half of the hide for enough of the hide to make the necessary improvements and changes to the bag. Okay. Or a third of the hide, something like that, in order to get a good time frame for the tanning. Um, okay. Yeah. Then they'll attempt to sell the meat if they can. Uh, if not, they'll provide it to the kitchens at the garrison, just free of charge. And the last thing is... Um, oh, God, what was the last thing? Oh, some wooden dowels. Because they're yeah, going to make a... Be a frame for the they'll purchase wooden dowels to make a frame for the backpack to make it more sturdy. Yeah, the dowels I'll say probably no more than a few copper pieces. Um, okay. Yes, finally have change. For oh, the no. meat, no one would people don't really purchase it. You're just kind of attempting, uh, but unfortunately yeah. it's your role. So you eventually yeah. <laughs> uh on that third day you resign yourself to handing it over to the kitchen for the garrison. Yeah. Um, all right, that's that's last, useful thing. yeah, last but not least, Ranosh. Um, I'd like to make a visit to Midnight's Needle if possible. You certainly can, having been having heard about this. Yeah, Midnight Needle is run by a female drow by the name of Needle. Uh, I'm looking for some good old country boy drow gear. So you're going for more. I want to look slightly dressed down than I am just now. Okay, so you're looking for more common clothes or travel yeah. clothes? Well, travel clothes. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you can you can be fit and tailored to have more of the um, of the people appearance mm -hmm. as opposed to your uh, Rosanna looking, fashion. Looking down on the people. <laughs> yeah, you can for I'm I'm not sure off the top of my head for travel clothes, but yeah, you can buy a. A fresh set of travel clothes. I'll uh, I'll look it up and deduct the appropriate amount. No problems. And then I guess it's uh, <clears throat> practice, practice, practice. Okay, spending time, yeah, preparing your your troop for mm -hmm. their debut um, for <laughs> the the days that you'll be performing with them. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll so you can spend time and. Roll me, roll me a, roll me a d20 and a d6. Uh, it's a 17 and a 5. All right, you make uh, 17 copper and 5 silver during your practice runs. Some people just walk by and they're like, oh, okay, pretty good. And they toss you some coin. Petty for your witcher. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's just all about the uh, getting to vibe with the group, I guess. Yeah, I would say over the course of the couple days, you... You and the group find oh, a there's Patch. Hey, Patch. I, I mean, <laughs> Zetch. I mean, uh, you, you would. I'd say y'all can find a, a nice, 
uh, flow with each other. It is some, I don't, it's pretty much random people that you're attempting to mash together, but that's like any good band. Yeah. So yeah, you eventually flow into you helming the, the charge of being essentially the, the lead and they, there's an excitement that the potential of a traveling band getting together and there's some talks of what do we do after this? Do we stay together? Do we, um, do we stay here? Do we travel off to other cities? Oh God. <laughs> do you, do you I'm, confess? I'm sorry guys. I, okay. I'm, I haven't really thought that far ahead, you know? All right. <laughs> they, um, they kind of give you a look, but they're, they're like in time, in time, you'll come around to it. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, Ranosh leaves the party and goes <laughs> traveling around. No, we cart a band with us. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that, that's our, that's our traveling band. Up, like a death metal band playing on top of the oh. carriage as y'all yeah. ride into different cities. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Guys, we're we're going to need theme music. <laughs> I'm going to need yeah. an action track here, but I'm about to go into combat, so string it up. Yeah, y'all have to worry about uh, escorts. Now you have to worry about commoners <laughs> <laughs> and, and pets. What was that? Was that a, a Simpsons one? When it, no, it was a Family Guy when he got his own theme tune. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what you'll get until they get uh, fireball. Until they get killed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, during during this. Well, festival. That's okay because okay, drought take a long time to you know form relationships so lasting they die <laughs> during this time shara and ranosh i know that you wanted to visit the temple yes. to your sermon yes would anybody join the two of them yes sir. okay so stella if mark's not working yeah i imagine you can y'all can work out a time between your work and uh, yeah, so you can join. Uh, Definitely. Curious. Okay. You keep getting called away, though. Soon as <laughs> but I'll say, I need a cab <laughs> on the on the sixteenth of Sin and Star, which is the third day of the festival. You, the four of you, kind of come together, find a time that works for y'all. Um, the sermons would be given pretty much uh, every couple hours or so um, within the temple. But y'all find a time and the four of you travel to the Temple of the Luxon. As you arrive, there is a small group of individuals. Uh, a fair amount of drow um, in the sense of y'all have between Shara, Stella, and Ranosh, y'all have kind of uh, doubled the amount. Myrick, you've double and a half the amount of people. There's about three or four other drow that you see. There's a variety of orcish individuals, half-orcs, um, various types of goblinoids that are kind of sitting around marveling at the structure of the temple. And she, you watch us, Priestess Bellana steps around uh, the upper floor and she kind of clears her throat. Her voice carries on. 
I welcome you all. She smiles warmly. Some of you may know me, but many of you may not. My name is Bilana. I am a priestess of the First Radiance. I have been bestowed a great honor in speaking to you all on behalf of the Luxon, as well as the Vernant Moons, in shedding understanding of the truth behind the Festival of Merit. I ask that you know that this joyous celebration is not merely a time for revelry. It is a time to honor an individual whose true name has been lost to the annuals of history. We page, we pay homage to the Apothean. Who might the Apothean be, you might ask? During the Calamity, they emerged as a beacon of hope within Wildmount. They were a fierce warrior blessed by not one, but three gods, as well as allowing to be glimpsed into the infinite possibilities of the Luxon. It is said that they were born under the ominous glow of the red moon. Like many I know, they did not allow themselves to be limited by the circumstances of their birth. Through determination and strength, the Apothean rose to meet the challenges of their time. They remind us that even in the darkest hours, we can find power to overcome adversity. They remind us that unity can accomplish the impossible. By the Apotheans, legacy is more than just a tale of valor. It is a unifying force that binds the Goblinkin and Orc clans of Jagal. It is said that the Apothean freed their ancestors from the tyrannical grip of the betrayer gods allowing them to forge their own path to shape their own destinies. As we partake in the festivities of the Festival of Merit, let us remember that this sacred covenant allows us to honor the Apothean's memory, not with mere revelry, but with the unity of our spirits. So rejoice, but let your hearts be filled with the knowledge that Jagao is part of a grand legacy, a legacy that teaches us that we can overcome any adversity that stands on our path as long as we remain unified. And you see there are some claps and uh, polite claps from the drow, some more boisterous claps from the goblinoids and such as she makes her way down and starts to kind of mingle with the crowd a bit. She eventually makes her way over to the four of you. Oh, it's wonderful to see you made time to uh, hear my sermon. Uh, fortunate. It was good. Um, can I do a check to see if I recognize this Apotheon? Yeah, roll a history check or religion. Can I do one too? You certainly can. I'm going to do religion. Mm, nope, seven. I seven. shall do some history. All right. Oh, was that? 21. 21. Mm. Shara, you're thinking back to your studies, and the name rings a bell, but most of your studies focus more on the ideologies and the teachings and the ways of the Luxon. Um, yeah, you would be more focused on individuals who would have been touched by the Luxon. So this individual who seems to be more favored by the gods probably wouldn't have interested you. Probably uh, also because I've known more about, uh, I knew more about the, the Spider Queen as well. So probably also concentrated on enemies. Exactly. Of my people. Okay. Of the dynasty. Um, oh, yeah. Gods I'd like to topple. 
Um, That's my bucket list. (laughs) For you, Ranosh, it does ring a bell. You remember reading a book on uh, heroes of the Calamity, specifically those who were from Jorhas, especially the Jorhasian Waste. And there was a small, no more than like three or four pages, uh, kind of like almost like a cliff notes of what is an individual referred to the Apotheon. Blessed by, it is said that they were, it's they, he, I'm sorry, was blessed by three gods. The Archart, the Moonweaver, and the Moonweaver and the Changebringer. You also would have read that they had decisive battles against the Ruiner, the Spider Queen, and the Scaled Tyrant. The battles between the Spider Queen happen within areas that are pretty close to where you are now. The battles with the Ruiner actually happened on a continent far off, referred to as Marquette. And the battles, or the battle against the Scale Tyrant was in a location now known as Sorrow Seep's Water. That is southern. let Let me double check that I'm pronouncing that correct. Yeah, so Sorrow Seep Waters, which is south of Asarius, it's that large body of water south of Asarius. Mm. If you're looking on the map. I'm not, because I'm not sure where the fucking map is. Um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of... location, yeah, it should be map. If you go in there, it's a, a shared of Google. But yeah, so you would have learned that, um, blessed by those three gods. Also, it was rumored that he at some point possessed an actual beacon of the Luxon. Oh, holy shit. Oh, wow. That's okay. why he is, that's why he is um, annotated in history as being in reality to think of it by four divine entities. The Luxon too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He just Given last little bit, he would have the battle with the Ruiner on Marquette created the current landscape of Marquette and the Apotheon's body and the beacon and the items of which he carried were gone. No one knows what happened to them. Oh, hell, we're going to have to buy a skyship now. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of interested in that uh, with the uh, the connection to the change bringer, and since I've got a bit of a ring thing going on there. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, I, I, I would I say think Bellata would break kind of break away a bit from y'all, but Brainosh, if you would like to divulge this information, you can. Yeah, I'll. I yeah, I want to check out rather than just 
banging it out to the party and say, can you guys see that face in there? I'll uh, I'll approach Balana and uh, mm -hmm. say I've uh, recently discovered um, that there's an image in uh, in my ring. Um, seems to be the change bringer. I, I don't know if I'm seeing things. Have, have I been cursed in Arachnathel? Am I going off my head? She uh, can you smiles see anything? And, yeah, she smiles and holds her hand out, and she takes your hand gently and kind of shifts your hand to peer at your ring. And she brows kind of furrow as she looks, and she expression softens. I. I do see it. Is this not... Seems like it's new to you. I honestly don't know if it's always been there. Or is it something that's just manifested recently, but... Yeah, I... I, I came across this the, the other night, and... It's a bit of a revelation, so... Uh, I was wondering what it could possibly mean. It was a... A ring from my previous incarnation. Um, <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, I, I, I kind of give her the, the spiel about. Not knowing how I died and. What kind of pull? I would say she pulls you a bit to the side, away from the others <laughs> of the crowd, as you begin to divulge yeah. this information. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not blaring it out. I'm trying to be. Uh, Trying to be um, covert about it. Well, if... look at my ring. It's got a magic <laughs> picture in it. Well, look, if maybe there's bits of your past that... What did you do in your previous life? A trader. Um, it traded, seems fitting. Traded but... between uh, the various outlying settlements. Merchants... Some merchants have worshipped to the Changebringer. It's not uncommon. Uh, and it also allows me to go unhindered and under the sun. So, your previous incarnation at some point was smart enough to <laughs> get that done. Mm. So, it would make sense considering if you traded in other cities besides... Uh, Rajana, that you would need ability to yeah. walk around during the day without being hindered. Uh, I, unfortunately, I don't know much about the the prime deities. I know enough, but I could not shed wisdom on what this could mean outside of the potential of you at one point worshipping them. Well, understand that it's not. I want to know everything about this worship. Um, it's that I didn't really want to show the rest of my friends that, you know, oh look, pretty pictures in the ring. Uh, I I'd like a, a an arbiter to, you know, sense check what I've got here. And given that you're uh, quite knowledgeable about. Uh, enchanted items, shall we say? Uh, I, 
I thought you would be the ideal person to ask. I can do a quick check if you would like. Oh, uh, um, well, if you can, yeah. And she, would you, would you like my button? <laughs> she smiles and she does take her hand out and she lifts your hand and she keeps her fingers touching the the ring as she begins to quickly cast identify taking the 10 minute ritual oh and shit I could have done that myself <laughs> the I'm looking on a divine slant here rather than a what does this magic item do right uh, it feels besides what you have told me I don't sense anything further I do sense that there's a divine essence about it. Um, very minor. Nothing that mm. is not like a holy a holy relic or anything of the sort. That's good. I didn't assume it to be, but uh, there, is, there is definitely a divine connection. It is, yes. It seems like there's some... Uh, I'm, I'm assuming in the creation of this item... The enchanter may have been sparked with the divine. That's usually what that entails. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'm unable to shed any light on it myself. Uh, pardon the pun, but um... <laughs> well, keep it on your person and ah, oh, absolutely, yes. And I think over time, maybe your memories will return, and it may shed further light on. Part of my time on well, that, what it could mean. That's kind of why I'm out here. Um, there's uh, there's memories that are hidden to me that I can't break through. Uh, through my anamnesis, uh, the Omavi couldn't help me break the barrier. There's there's something holding back, so. Uh, I came out here to try and see if I could unlock that. Well, I think in due time it can eventually reveal the secrets that are hidden from you. Amnesius is, is a fickle thing. Your mind is much stronger than returning memories. If your mind does not wish to relive those or embrace those though in this moment they'll be kept away until till you're strong enough I assume indeed she takes her hands and she gives your hands a squeeze Rhinosh it's lovely uh, if you need any other guidance or anything like that please search me out I must get back to the <laughs> to the the others, but I wish you luck. I thank you, and uh, as a magnificent sermon, um, I feel uplifted. She gives you a bashful smile and stands and makes her way back into the crowd. Oh, shucks. <laughs> okay, uh, back to band practice then. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm going to be doing. Oh, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm going to be doing, I think. Okay. The, yeah, the other three, Shara, Estella, and Myrick, 
essentially Ranash would have pulled Balana away from y'all <laughs> to have a private discussion, leaving you um, to mingle as much as you would like or to return back to the festival. Back to work. Okay. <laughs> All right. So tying this up, the... Uh, the morning of the f fifth day of the festival, as the group is gathered together, dearth uh, essentially within that common area of your suite, your guest suite, dearth would arrive with breakfast. Uh, Patch, or sorry, Zetch, you at this point mm. would have returned, so you'd be yes, you'd be here. Um, his he. Seems like he's wearing more formal, uh, well cleaned, recently cleaned, well oiled, uh, you know, like military armor and uniform. Very presentatory. Uh, he steps up and how have uh, how have you all fared? How have things gone? It's going quite well. We've uh, been enjoying the festivities. And the yes. hospitality here has been superb. Very different, I'm sure. I am uh, glad to hear it. I uh, have a couple things. Uh, Shara, he holds up two letters. These came in this morning for you. Oh, excellent. Thank you so much. Um, and I wanted to give you a, a a bit of a, oh, what's the edge, if you will, uh, pertaining to the competition of champions. The last contest is a group effort. You will need to, uh, if you wish to partake, I would recommend you signing up, each of you. And it is a requirement that at least half of the members are required to have obtained a medal, which you will know what that is in due time from each of the core competitions. So if you... What's yes. the group size that needs to be... Uh, is it any group size that have medals, or is there like a specific amount of people that can do this final challenge? The minimum is four, the maximum is seven. Well, I'll be darned. We fit just right in there. Um. You sure do. That's why I was mentioning it. Uh, and it's always good to have, uh, though a bigger group, uh, it's always good to have more individuals. The competition changes each year, but this one I would, and he kind of gives a sly little grin. The first time that you've seen him break that militaristic kind of, facade I think it'd be best to have more hands in the bus bucket Shara, Shara smiles as she looks at him I see hints there of the young man I once knew he there's a shadow of a smile as he gives a nod anyway and he sets he brings you the letter Shara's Shara, um, 
I will see you at the opening. Uh, essentially, it's the kickoff, if you will, of the competition of champions. There's an official gathering in the greens uh, within the hour. So see you then. And he turns heel and makes his way off. Do you want me to deal with the letters after our break? You could do that now. It's only six. We've got some okay. time. Okay. Um, so Shara's going to sit down and she's going to open the letters. Now I'm going to read them out, uh, but then I will specify what she uh, shares, shall we say, of the letters. Uh, first just up. A, just a second, though. Uh, uh, they're all in Elwyn, yeah? <laughs> I'm not sure if they would be in Elven or... Uh, it's yeah, hard to gonna, say. You're going to have to do it in Elven. <laughs> uh, I, I think Lalana would have wrote to you in Elven. Oh, yeah. Lalana would have been in Elven. Sky I... Sybil would have been... I'm just shit, yeah. No, Sky Sybil would have written in common. Straight up Goblin. Well, because she's, yeah, she's. <laughs> I mean, I could read it, but yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to read out Sky Symbols first. Uh, and yeah, Shara's going to sit there and read this while, while the rest of you, but. Uh, Dear Shara, I have received your report, and I must say it has left me both deeply concerned and profoundly impressed. Your journey to Jagao has indeed been fraught with challenges and ominous discoveries, but your resolve and dedication to the cause shine through brightly. I extend my heartfelt condolences to the family of Taldria Vren, and I will ensure that her armor, sword, and ring are returned to them with the utmost care and respect. The drawings of the runes found on her body shall be examined closely to determine their true significance. Her sacrifice outside the Luxon is a testament to her commitment to the cause. The information you've gathered about Balbara's disappearance and the presence of Arachnathel is of great concern. Your deduction that Balbara's plight is linked to the same sinister forces that claim Taldria is a sobering realization. Your successful rescue of Balbara is commendable and the retrieval of those key items may prove invaluable in uncovering the motives and designs of these malevolent entities. Regarding your recommendation to secure or destroy Arachnathel, I concur. This matter demands our immediate attention. The curses and the dangers within must be addressed and I will dispatch a team to investigate and assess the situation further. Your insights and into the facility's hazards will guide our approach. Lastly, your decision to take the oath of a seeker for the Luxon is a momentous step. But I am both proud and humbled to witness your commitment to this path. Your family's safety within the den is of paramount importance, and I will ensure they receive the protection and support they require. Shara, your courage, wisdom, and unwavering love for our cause do not go unnoticed. I deeply appreciate your dedication and trust in my counsel. Know that you have my utmost respect and admiration. Stay vigilant during the festival in Chicago, and I will communicate further instructions as needed. With profound gratitude and unwavering solidarity, Sky Sybil. So what Shar will share with this as she finishes, she, she'll tell the group that's there um, 
Zetch, are you back? Yeah, would have been back after the third day. I think you said this is the fifth. She'll basically give kind of the cliff notes that um, uh, they're researching what we found regarding Taldria, um, that they're going to put a group together to handle Arachnathel, um, that they agree that that place needs to be shut down. Um, and that she'll be in further contact with me if they uh, discover more information. Does anyone have any questions for her? Uh, better them than me. Indeed. Yeah. At least they no, will be forewarned so. where we were not. Yeah. That's luck to them, I guess. Indeed. They will be more prepared for uh, eventualities. Personally, I think they should uh, fill the place with something highly flammable and blow it to kingdom come. That's probably a good idea. Now, um, I will... Um, I uh, I'm gonna go and read this other letter uh, in privacy, um, and she heads to her room. No mention of the Vordes. Of the what? The Vordes. Vordes. Our insect gathering friend that we found in there. The one that ran into the onk eggs. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, but I don't think I wrote to her about him. That oh, was, God. that information was only given to Durth. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So it's, cool, it's cool. up to Durth if, if he shares, if anything, anything like that. There's not um. a Durth of information. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So we. I was so waiting. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was expecting that. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so she's going to go off to her room and she's going to read the other letter, which is from Lalana. Um, and I'm going to read it here for the podcast benefit, but it, it is not going to be shared, um, shall we say. <laughs> My dearest Sherikos. Your letter brought both joy and a touch of longing to my heart. I'm delighted to hear that you and Estella have safely arrived in Jacao, even if the journey took a bit longer than expected. The giant tortoises of Urzen sound like an incredible sight. I can only imagine the marvel they must be, carrying entire buildings on their backs. Your descriptions of the companions you've encountered on this trip are quite intriguing. Ranish Kryn sounds like a fascinating character. Your suspicions were correct in regards to a shared connection between his wife and my father. I've invited her to afternoon tea. I promise to spare you from any gossip that might arise. Patch, an adorable name, seems like a valuable addition to your group. I'm eager to hear more about whatever brought him and Ranish together. Zetch sounds like quite the entertainer. I'm sure Abriana would find her fascinating indeed. And Myrick is quite the rarity. I know how much you enjoy unraveling a good mystery. 
As for Estella, I hope this journey helps her blossom. I have faith in your ability to guide her, my love, and I know you will provide her with the support she needs. Your poem moved me deeply. It's as if your words were whispered to me by the Luxon itself. Your love shines through every line, reminding me of the beautiful connection we will forever have. I will treasure it always. I think of you often, Sherakos, and know that you occupy a special place in my heart, just as the stars adorn the night sky. With all my love, Lelena. And she'll spend some, she'll spend some time in, in her room. Um, thinking about their long life together and memories and yes, reminiscing. Uh, <laughs> after a while, uh, Estella would knock on Shara's door. Uh, and yeah, she'll have tucked the, the letter away. Yes? Hello. Um, come in. Uh, sneak in. Close the door. Is Lalana okay? She's fine. Okay. Um, it was, it was a, a good reply. And, uh, yes, she's fine. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Good. It's, it's all good. Okay. We should, I should look for something maybe... Hmm, you can help me. I want to find something as a souvenir for her from Jagao. Something, something appropriate, but that will reflect Jagao and the, the festival. So help me keep an eye out for something unique. I don't want anything like cheap and tacky, but you not, know, not for uh, not for Lalana. No, no. Maybe something that she could wear. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what different um, textiles and so forth. So she might be looking for like, um, uh, maybe some lovely scarves or oh. shawls or something along those lines that would be uh of this you know of the style different places tend to have um different styles of either uh weaving or knitting or you know they have particular variations on uh, those things that that kind of grow up as far as local locally developed uh, patterns if if you can't find anything you like why don't we try to find some unique yarn and you can make her one potentially yeah yeah that might be possible too but or if we find a shiny nice. stone <laughs> that's true but I've, I've given her jewelry before. I was just thinking it'd be something, uh, a nice, a lovely shawl that she could wear. Hmm. We'll have a look. 
you I... hear a fanfare, pretty much a countdown, the first of three before the final fanfare, signaling the gathering within the greens. I'm hearing the 20th century music. This would carry over over the course of the Latinx 30 or so minutes as more people begin to crowd down. Do I imagine the group makes their way down to the group themselves? Grabbing, yeah. grabbing, grabbing what we need and heading out. Yeah, we got to see uh, this. Shit. You, uh, <laughs> you see, again, on the center stage, there are the four uh, political figures, if you will, the two elders, Balana and Durth. But also they're... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, real quick. Mm-hmm. As, they're, as they're moving, she's going to uh, poke Myrick and say... She put such up on your shoulder so that uh, they can see better. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, come on. It's going to be hard for you to see over everybody. No, we can't do that. That's a master blaster trope. <laughs> uh, Zetch eyes Shara briefly. And then are there any... You said it's on the green. Mm-hmm. Are there any trees? Poles? There are there With are banners like, banner poles and such like that. Yes, okay. there are. A uh, Zetch walks up one of the banner poles and hangs from in front of the banner by their feet. <laughs> uh, you're using the spider climb. Spider climb. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look at that strange. You, yeah, there. some people. There's people who like huh, like gasp uh, in shock, and then there's like. Some kids who try to do the same thing, they they like put their foot up to the pole <laughs> and hold on to it, trying You're to. You're gonna do be responsible from broken arms and legs. <laughs> you know, you yeah. Some parents who gather them Mom. up, yeah, gather up the children, and then. But a lot of people clap for you as Zetch, thinking that you're part of the entertainment. Yeah, um, Zetch's voice briefly rings out in Shara's mind. It's about the dignity. <laughs> Uh, Patch kind of looks up and, and Goblin will kind of shout up we may not want to you know show things off too much just in case Patch ever the ever the tactician yeah <laughs> Zet, Zetch uh, from the perspective of the crowd Zetch lowers an eyebrow <laughs> um as this encounter is happening, you see on the stage as well, y'all catch a glimpse, there are five other individuals. There is mm-hmm. an orcish woman who is uh, smattering of flour and bits of meat and varieties of such, but with an apron on that is a clear sign of being used. Um, you see a, um, a site you've an unusual sight. Most of you probably haven't seen any, or if you have, you've seen they're very rare, but a tabaxi. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, a cat folk, if you will. Um, yeah. You see, and on their shoulder is perched a winged cat. 
another oh. sight that you've never seen before. <gasps> the oh, wow. You see a rather large, um, burly, um, soft green skinned orc, female orc, who is wearing very ceremonial, more ceremonial style Aurora watch uh, armor. You see a... Do I know them? Uh, yeah. It's not patience, is it? No. She, she it's uh... abandoned the band. <laughs> would, would Shara or even previously have any happenings within Bazazan hmm. during their time no. with the okay. well, then, yeah, yeah no she you. she. I would say you can correlate them he to... was stationed in yeah or Rosanna yeah. I would say you can make a quick correlation between Meryl Bronzefang is... and this individual is they... the oh, Aurora watch is the are the Aurora Watch um, uniforms specific to the city? Yes, they would have. They would have a so different. So I would at type least know that, that they are from. Bazazan. Yeah, where they're from. Yeah, yeah Bazazan. Uh, well, more station within yeah. there. Um, you see a. Uh, a. Another orcish uh, male, but a little bit smaller, but still kind of bulky, um, wearing overalls, but one of the actual clasp are undone, and they're bare-chested, fur everywhere, um, has a wicker hacked and a what appears to be like a, a pipe hanging out of their mouth, and... <laughs> Must related to Patch. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And you see a, last but not least, you see a, oh my gosh. Oh, a pair of uh, goblins. Um, sorry, there would be six of them. A pair of goblins who are uh, kind of, one has their arm folded into the others. Um, older couple. Um, and one is holding a, what appears to be like a sickle or a scythe style, and the other has a bundle of ropes in their hands. Uh, but Dearth steps forward. Uh, Welcome all back. Oh, the Yuan would be pressed to his throat. Welcome back. We have enjoyed your presence within Jigao leading up to the competition of champions and the crowd it goes wild people cheering and um hooting and hollering and you can see there are pockets of individuals that are making a little bit more ruckus and you can see there are obvious groupings of people who uh there's one group that seems to be wearing shades of blue um another group seems to be uh they have like a, a patchwork style uh more like a harlequin style um black and white bandana that each of them are wearing on their heads um, you could see there seems to be color-coded to a degree and now you're you're kind of seeing there are about a dozen or so groups of people that seem kind of in the same boat as y'all are um, kind of closely packed together kind of talking amongst each other as this happens dearth uh quiets the crowd with his hand gestures 
This year, we have some quite some interesting competitions that you've seen um, displayed within the banters. But these are the individuals who will be hosting these. Um, we have uh, Agatha Silverspoon, the owner of the Broken Tusk Inn, who will be serving the best pies in the jumble. Roar. Yeah, there's another roar from the crowd. Um, a lot of <laughs> she she smiles and she lifts a a spoon, a wooden spoon up in the air. Um, the crowd quiets again. Uh, we have Keen, who will be hosting the Bullseye Bonanza. Keen, the tabaxi, steps forward and uh, lifts up what appears to be a wooden crossbow. And as Keen does this, they shoot the crossbow and it flies in the air and you watch as the trestle swoops down and catches it and there's a, a minor like a small like explosion if you will but the the crossbow bolt seems to dissipate into a shower of confetti that falls another roar from the crowd all the way from Bazazan revisiting to solidify her position as champion of call to arms Meryl Bronzefang and she does like a typical like uh, strong man pose as she goes down, uh, lets forth a like a, a very grimacing uh, howl as other members of the Aurora Watch, some that you recognize as wearing uh, the same kind of sashes that she has to indicate that they are from Bazazan as well, but also members of the Aurora Watch from ba uh, Jigal's uh, are filling up with the cheers. We have uh, Aiden, who will be calming, assisting in the calming of the Kampajis. Aiden steps forward and he tosses a handful of what appears to be like large seeds into the crowd and people catch it and some people begin eating on it and people who begin eating on it kind of spit it back out a little bit and give each other <laughs> weird looks. So there's like that tension of like, uh, in the crowd. Uh, and last but not least, for the rhymes and riddles, we will do that would be helmed by the elders, Ashru and uh, Kobukai, uh, Kobukaz, I'm sorry. And for the wet, walk, wet walks paddywhack, we have the ever rambunctious Beetle and Zag, and the two goblins uh, step up and they do uh, kind of sh swing the sickle just haphazardly in the air, and the rope is like lassoed. It's It's a... It's over an embellishment of a display, but there are still cheers and hollers and such. Um, the Eiffel and Plunge will be hosted by myself. All that to say, we will be taking names of those who wish to put their names forth for the final competition. Oh, God. Those of you who wish to do so, um, stay around. Everyone else, good luck, have fun. And as he says this, another fanfare plays and members of the crowd begin to break away as individuals who are on the stage, those of, who you imagine are hosting this event, break away. Um, remaining behind is Balana and Dirth. As the cloud, or crowds clear, you see those dozen or so counting yourself um, groups all kind of looking each other over, sizing each other up. Do y'all remain or do y'all walk away? 
And I'm Patch gonna, uh, is going to look up to, uh, to Zetch and say, Get down, will you? Um, and uh, he's oddly, like, he's oddly in this kind of sensation of there's clear competitiveness in his eyes. Um, and he's actually kind of genuinely excited. Someone kind of leans He's a an A-type personality when it comes to competition. <laughs> Someone kind of leans away a little bit. Both eyebrows are lowered now, but then Zetch lowers themselves. Look, I'm, I like competition as much as the next person, but if we're going to do this, we need to do this proper. So no more showing stuff, all right? Okay. Are we are we entering? Are, are, I think we should. Do do we do we enter before before we participate in the games? Sure I believe we, we have to participate in the games first. Don't we have to? Don't we have to earn um, a, a medal or something before we can yeah, participate? Was, was that a the... group? All Estella goes. One, Estella pipes up. Three medals. They. Just so y'all know, the as the crowd dissipates, the other groups linger behind because Dirth was saying you have to indicate prior to going into the competition. So essentially yeah, they get a tally of yeah. right. So they get okay. a tally of okay. the people okay. who okay. will be involved in the final contest okay. or potentially. Well then yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stay up. and we'll sign up. Yep. All right. I'm going um, to uh, Bel Belana and I'm gonna ask her to bless me. <laughs> 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 She she smiles and shakes her head. I can't. Uh... Oh, fair enough. I had, to, I, had to, I had to ask. Uh, <laughs> you you see, there are there are yeah about a dozen or so other groups. Um, you couldn't have put waiting. Bane on them like that wouldn't count, would it? <laughs> As y'all, yeah, I, I do have a I do have a question. I mm -hmm. guess um and maybe share this with uh like. What's um, what is the policy on riddles and rhymes? Uh, well, no, yeah, I am gonna do riddles and rhymes. I'm also thinking of doing the bullseye bonanza. Mm -hmm. Um, but what is the policy on using magic and stuff? Magic or uh. Because thinking about Bullseye Bonanza, I could potentially use one of my channel divinities to give myself a plus two. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um. So do you ask this to the to Dirth and? Yeah, Laura? but you know, in a in a whatever method of role play, yeah, sure, I'm yeah. not going to say, "Hey, can I use one of my channel divinities?" Right. <laughs> It's can you use can you use magic or other abilities to divine divine abilities right. to External enhance your forces. performance? Um, Dirth and Milana look to each other and to the others in the crowd who seem or the other groups now who seem like they also had that thought in mind too, but they weren't going to ask. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna ask right? up front because I want to know if what's mm -hmm. what's allowed and what's not because I'm I'm a rules girl for the most part. Uh, I'm, I'm totally gonna up. ask because I overshare apparently. Balana <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, speaks up. Um, uh, magical capabilities, um, 
castings of spells and the like is we prefer to keep that we prefer if you did not do such things many people aren't capable of such feats but if we don't know we can't far too fault you for it she gives each of the groups a very oh, discerning man. eye I I am not going to be the one that would do it surreptitiously, which is a shame because I've got like a few things that would help people out. <laughs> uh, well, uh, as that, so you hear some of the other people begin to grumble, um, and there's some sideline chatter within the groups as Dirth is making his way around collecting names uh, uh, for individuals. Um. Yeah, the eventually they get to he gets to you. Uh, the others had group names. They're all very. Uh, oh, um. So I, you don't need to do that. Ugh. He kind of looks around. At, I'm gonna look at. The, I'm gonna look around at the others and just say, um, "Yeah, I'm gonna come up with the the one that I had come up with before." Uh, I'm going to look at everyone and question you of the Seekers. I think that's suitable for now. For sure, at least. Patches Pussy. I have no objection. No, that's way no. too close to Patches Pussy. So, no. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, done, he's done got one. <laughs> I know, yeah. but still, it's way too close. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't. Plus, I, can just, I can just imagine the uh, program that you use, how it's going <laughs> to interpret that. Oh, no, it would, uh, it would probably come up with prosthetic or something like that. It's fucking mental. That is prostate. Patches piles. In case anyone wonders why I read this explicit. <laughs> Uh, Dirth looks to the group as Shara mentions the Seekers and he goes to write it. The Seekers? Is that finalizing on that? Uh, I think so. I think oh, it's a pretty sure. good name. Why not? Uh, uh, it's now. He'll write down each of your names as well underneath these. Uh... Alright. Um, so, uh, and he turns to address the groups now, all of you. Just a reminder, it is a requirement that a minimum of half of your team receives uh, one of the medals to be awarded by those that were indicated up here. Um, you can, two people can have the same, three people can have the same medals that they would like. Uh, the, because of the number of groups that are here today uh, that we have, it will be a lottery. Those of you who acquire more, your names will be entered in more. Uh, so, all right. What Good are luck. the uh, what are the uh, rules for uh, acquiring medals? How do we acquire medals? You each of the uh, there are banners that indicate each of the competitions that I mentioned before with Agatha and the others. You go there. They have their own uh, set of rules to follow and guidelines, which will all be presented to you upon arrival. 
So is there like one gold medal and one silver medal and one bronze medal, or does no? There's a single medal. We have a single medal that we uh, a handful ah, of them okay. that people can win. Uh, I think we made uh, two, uh, just two a, dozen. Yeah, each? there's the just best, a medal that indicates that you have won mm-hmm. a competition, that you've won one of the games. Belena steps up. There's Maybe, not one uh, for just applying, is there? <laughs> no, we do not do participant Everybody. Uh, awards. <laughs> I will let you know that these medals, for the first time in uh, the Festival of Merit's history, these medals are actually magical. Oh, made of Electrum. No, that's outdated and no one uses that now. <laughs> what, you see, as y'all are discussing, other groups have already started to break away to to head off. You imagine the people that have probably done this before. Uh, sorry, one question about riddles and rhymes. That's individuals. You can't. We can't collaborate on that, can we? Correct. You pay to yeah. uh, to make your own guess. There are three riddles you are required. Which. Um, Sharif had not because yeah. he's 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 just gonna stand there and ask questions most of the day. So I'm, I'm yeah, she's had not one question. <laughs> you you must get two of the riddles correct to receive a medal. Each guess for each of the riddle is two silver. Mm-hmm. So alrighty, uh, I know thank you. Uh, and for those who don't know, if you go into handouts, there is a a uh, document yeah. that lists out the different games and what uh, you have to mm-hmm. do. Also, make sure, to, make sure no. to get into Owlbear. Two of the competitions will be oh. for sort of visual aids. Two of the competitions will Uh-oh. be in there. Oh shit! Uh, pa- pa- Patch kind of seeing uh, Char begin to walk off. He's under- going to try to catch up to her and says. <laughs> I know you're uh, eager. I am too, but uh, I think we should try to work together. No, try to get as many work from one game to the next. Try to get as many. I mean, we might not be the best at certain things, but if we can win a couple medals on a game each, you know, there's six um, of us. So I'm gonna do two of the competitions, and we'll see how everyone else does. If it looks like we're not gonna have enough, then I'll attempt some of the others. But I'm not gonna be great at the others so yeah i'm gonna go for the ones that i think i can succeed at um which i would recommend that everyone pick one or or two that they think they could succeed at successfully because that's really all we need i mean fair enough yeah i'm I'm just speaking at the point of if we want to get to the big one if if we're lacking after we've all done ones we think we're going to be good at then we can hope for the best and do some of the others alrighty sounds like a plan I enroll Estella in the mall (laughs) 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 not going to happen I don't think I'm going to do a breakdown for these so each of the competitions, I'm going to ask who is going to participate in them. So for the first one, just going down the list, actually, I'll go to my handout so I can actually go down the list. And once we get this list, we're going to we're going to go to break. So the best pies in the jumble, who is taking a gander at that? Uh, Patch will try his hand. Why not? Okay. I will recommend that you do it in different groups. So you don't want to be in competition with each other because that would kind of defeat the purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for best pies, that'll be Patch. Uh, Rhino shall have a go to. 
Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Not me. Myra. Not with con saves. Um, <laughs> I've I've dressed down, so I'm not in my finery here. Okay, so you look like a everyday. Uh, yeah, you look like a little plebe, uh, a commoner, if you will. All right, uh, for the bullseye bonanza patch me. again. And but not yeah. Uh, if if they're doing it in batches, I do not want to be in the same batch with patch. No, bullseye bonanza no. is sing for no, the best. Is best buy is a competition. Okay. Yeah, best buy okay. is like okay. a pie eating contest. Bullseye bonanza is an individual thing. Um, so Shar and Patch, anybody else? Okay. Uh, next up is call to arms. It's essentially an arm wrestling. So it's a. Not uh, me. What you have to do, fuck no. <laughs> what you have to do is you have to beat one of Meryl's, uh, one of her, uh, Lia, Leah, Delina, or Gail. You have to beat one of them. And the way I to get you the, got the name Gail. <laughs> I wonder, uh, human male. Um, and then to get the actual medal, you have to beat Meryl. So to even be, uh, put into the running, you have to beat one of her, one of her people. Marek! <laughs> I'm not sure if my audio is coming through all the time here. Yes. Uh, I was trying to oh. volunteer for the best pies, too. Oh, yeah, I got your best pies. Did you want to do call to arms? Yeah. Just Myrick, no one else? <laughs> yeah. Not with the stellar negative one. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? You know what? Zetch is going to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That'll be so funny. Strength right. of eight. So, Beautiful. yeah. Never know. That, that, that sounds familiar. Uh, Priscilla knows better. Riddles and rhymes. Moi. Sarah. So that that doesn't involve any check. It's just general riddles that you're gonna ask. Riddles. Yeah, you just or have to figure out the riddle. Riddles. I guess. Oh god. Uh, Estella will cautiously in say yes to that. In-person smart. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Sarah, Estella, anybody else? <laughs> No, I have an eight intelligence in real life, so. <laughs> uh, call me the Kimpaji. Yep. Stella. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's Estella. Patch and Renosh. Oh, there's no entry fee on that one. No, this one is because it's again, free labor. Free <laughs> because labor everybody goes. gets everybody gets killed. Also, if you manage to successfully get your Kimpaji into, um where it needs to go you automatically get you automatically get a uh a metal, metal. metal? Mm -hmm. nice but you have to there it has to be successfully be and it cannot be with assistance <laughs> from anyone else uh wet walks paddywhack you have to do it so this has two? to be a team of two yes Myrick, do you want to go with me? <laughs> oh, oh, Mika's having internet issues, yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, oh, she okay. says, oh, I yeah, see she goes to that. So, yeah. Patch and Myrick. Yeah, that makes sense, because yeah. slight a handful of yeah. Patch. Okay. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, we are going to have the Eiffelin Plunge, which is a racing competition. Zoot. I know. Not me. Okay, so not me. Zetch. Yeah, I have long arms, but oh no, Zetch and Myrick. Myrick did post that she wanted that as well. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. This is going to okay. be fun. <laughs> All right. So this yeah, actually leaves us are great. perfect time to start our break. 
Um, mm-hmm. And you've got ten minutes to roll up a new character because you're not going to die. <laughs> How are you going to die in the riddles competition? Right? I can you understand the aneurysm, paper, uh, paper cut, and an infection. One of the elders is secretly a sphinx and just gets pissed off. <laughs> You've answered all the preliminary riddles. Now, <laughs> double or nothing. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, welcome back from the break. We're going to just jump right into it. We've established a working order to go over these different festival events. Um, and we're going to start off with the one that has uh, the fewest amount of attendance within our group. Um, the Wet Walks Paddywhack. Uh, to the north... The wooden shacks built on stilts cast crooked shadows over the wetlands below. Some areas of the wetlands have been uh, sectioned off to create rice paddies. Festival goers stand around the edge of the wet walks while individuals begin to breaking breaking off into pairs. Blue-green banners wave over the end of the docks where two elderly goblin farmers preside over the contest. You know how it goes. First team to harvest the rice from their section wins. Plain and simple. Pairs to us. Um, you see a pair of orc individuals. It's a rather imposing looking male and a kind of young, sprightly uh, male orc as well kind of step up together. You see they're wearing, um, they're one of the ones that were wearing the Harlequin bandanas over their heads. Uh, then you see a pair of uh, goblin kin, a female hobgoblin, and a male bugbear. The imposing individual on the orcs team picks up uh, the sickle, and the rambunctious one picks up the twine. The female hobgoblin picks up the sickle, while the bugbear male picks up the twine. Uh, Patch will look to Myra and say, You could, I, I, I twine. Yes. All right. She'll close her eyes and ask for her ancestors to guide her actions as she uh, does visual of uh, blessing of herself for initiative advantage. If it comes to that, all right. Um, can I explain for the podcast purposes to explain this. You're broken up into teams of two. The cutters use athletics check. With a success, you clear five feet of section. If you fail, you add a minute to your clearing. Gatherers roll a sleight of hand check. Upon a success, the rice is bundled. On a failure, you add a minute. The fastest team, the first team to clear all four of their five-foot sections in the quickest amount of time, wins. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. I go, I go if, off to Patch just before it starts and I say, you've been working your ass off all week. You've got this. And I give him <laughs> bardic inspiration. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, a little bit more as well. Cutters, if you fail the athletics check, which is only a DC 11, if you fail, the gatherer gains a disadvantage. Gatherers, if you fail on your side, the cutters get a disadvantage on your next bundle. So okay. It has the potential of snowballing. So oh, all gosh. of your rolls are made a disadvantage, so just be aware of that. Okay. Yeah. 
you as the three teams set up sickle and twine in hand you see beetle step forward with a small little checkered flag and off and she gotta give the bow all right so first up are the cutters i need myrick you to roll me an athletics check I will run for the orc team. 16. Okay. Oh my god, wait, no. That's too many dice. (laughs) Okay, for the orcs team. Oh god, that's a natural 7 plus 3. That's a 10. That's a failure. For the Goblin King team. Ooh, that's a 2. That's a big old whopping 3 for them. Both of them begin to struggle. Myrick, you are like a lawnmower, a weed whacker. You're just picking it up, sh- shearing through, weed shearing whacker. through with, with <laughs> ease. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, takes a minute. Patch, <laughs> to you, go ahead and roll me a sleight of hands check. All righty. I feel like you'll have this. In the uh, bag. Uh, 15. 15, that's a success. Easily enough. Y'all, within the first minute, y'all are able to shear and bundle the first set of rights. There is hooting and hollering coming from the sidelines as y'all move over to your next section. The Goblinkin team, or the Hobbleyon and Goblinkin team, as y'all are beginning your second section, the... Oh my god. (laughs) They're rolling some shit. That was a natural 8 for the orcs, and a natural 17. Actually, it's a disadvantage. Let me reroll that. Ooh, for a four they take another minute y'all so yeah they're like essentially two minutes behind y'all oh for gosh. your next session section myra go ahead and roll an athletics check for me 15 what was that 15 one five. 15 a success patch go ahead and roll your sleight of hand certainly uh 23 23 oh my <laughs> god within as they are struggling the the two teams the other two teams just managed to get theirs bundled up and y'all are already moving to your third section oh, this is a, I feel like it'd be a blowout um <laughs> Myrick, go to roll in athletics come on Myrick, we got this 19 19 <laughs> gross and Matt, <laughs> roll a sleight of hand certainly uh, I'll use my bardic on that. What, what's your bardic, Ranosh? D6. Uh, 15. Okay, yeah, you feel the Ranosh's uh, <laughs> inspiration, his, his push of uh, uh, inspiring words in your ear as you easily, you kind of fumbled because now the, the, some of the twine have gotten wet, but you easily um, catch back up. They're going to attempt to do their second. I don't think they're going to win. Uh, nope. <laughs> or a natural seven on the orc team. Oh, my God. And a three on the goblin Ken team. They are struggling really bad. Y'all are on your last section. Go ahead and roll athletics, Myrick. This is gross. 18, yep. And slide a hand patch. Uh, 18 as well. <laughs> Matching 18s. There is a roar from the crowd as y'all finish and they have just started on their second. The others just started on their seconds. A whistle is blown over the crowd as the <laughs> the other two groups kind of look up in shock that y'all have finished so quickly, making quick work of this. 
Um, the crowd goes crazy. Y'all are soaked, drenched in water. As Beetle and Zag holding a medal, they give, they hold it out to the pair of you. Wow, yeah. that was a, uh, a mighty big feat of doing that so quickly. We've never had, uh, that's, whoa. Everybody's kind of stunned, but they're still like clapping and cheering. A slow go to roll a persuasion check at advantage, Ranosh. <laughs> a hype check, if you will. Uh, hype check. <laughs> hype man. Oh <laughs> natural twenty four. <laughs> The Seekers carries over. Even people who aren't even at the wet walks are cheering. Who the seekers. fuck's the Seekers? Seekers! You see, and you're, I would say with the Natural 20, you pull a bigger crowd, and the people have already missed the competition, but they're cheering y'all on. So either Myrick or Patch, you can add a Medal of the Wetlands to your inventory. Tell me which one I is taking it. Okay. Also... Or, Vanosh rolled a 1 and a 20 with his advantage. <laughs> yeah, natural 1 and a natural 20. Beautiful. So I'm going to get that. Get that bugger out of the way. That was, <laughs> that was disgusting. Plus 7 on both. Yeah, y'all beat them like with yeah clear advantage. Yeah. Myrick, did you able to add that to your inventory? Yeah, Metal of the Wetlands, right? Yep. So for podcast and others' purposes, uh, Metal of the Wetlands, you can use an action to trace the edge of this metal. Difficult terrain does not cost you extra movement for one hour. Ooh. It appears like an engraved... Uh, it's engraved with a sheaf of rice, and it's hanging on a necklace of woven reeds. So you can wear it if you want, or put it on your belt. Interesting. Okay. Or selling yeah, and put I, thought, I thought that was going to be a lot worse than what it was, but y'all blew that through the water. I didn't even have time to roll <laughs> for the other ones because they were still struggling on their first. All right. Uh, as y'all exit out, people kind of cheer and pat you on the shoulders as another group of three begin to uh, get set up uh, in a different area of the rice fields. The other two teams have just kind of gave up. So they're, yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, making your way. Uh, also, for clarification... Way? Are the are is the group yeah. staying together or y'all breaking? Are you breaking apart? Um, I think Zach would be Zach would be interested in watching everything that Merrick does. So okay, I have a fan. All right. <laughs> um, simplicity's sakes, I'll just say the group is traveling together for ease of my own <laughs> mind. Uh, <laughs> next up, y'all are guided to the Bullseye Bonanza. Near the back end of the mm. festival grounds, a rectangular shooting range has been constructed out of eight, eight, oh my god, what? Oh my god, I just confused myself. Eight, eight-foot-tall walls of wooden planks. <laughs> I should have not have done that. <laughs> Lashed together with ropes. Uh, there are four designated lanes with a small countertop. Upon each countertop is a small, crudely carved wooden light crossbow. The lanes are approximately 45 feet long with different colored targets set up. You have blue and green, which are the closest orange and red, which are in about middle ground with the furthest targets being on the very back wall. The size of a dinner plate is a bright yellow target. 
There is a small crowd of onlookers as a few individuals attempt. A few small, a few younger orcs and goblinoid children attempt, but uh, fail. Uh, definitely feels as if this game is better suited for older individuals. As you approach, I shot myself in the back of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, ambiance. There you go. As you approach, you. Uh, you notice a large female ogre clad in leather armor, oh. um, which you would have noticed as one of the other uh, groups. Um, the buzzers on continue. Seems to be encouraging a goblin who is wearing a kind of a yellow skinned goblin who's wearing a breastplate that is brandishing the, the symbol of the Luxon, as well as a Durgar um, as they pay their small fee and pick up their crossbows. The goblin manages to hit the first two targets, but misses the furthest, while the Durgar manages to hit all three. The ogre and the goblin applaud as the winged cat swoops down and presents a medal to a Durgar and a small beaded bracelet. They, that group kind of breaks away as Shara and Patch approach. Not in, uh, we're not in the same batch. Y'all aren't, yeah, no, y'all aren't going to be in competition. You're in, you're, it's essentially to allow more people to, you know, like uh, any kind of like shooting range, allow more people to attempt. So it's not a, no problem. So people aren't, you know, one at a time. It's so multiple. And it's two silver per, for the go, right? For three shots, yes. But you can only get yeah. two attempts. Okay. Yo, uh, just so you clarify, Shara, you and Patch will not be in competition. Okay. Okay. Um, so you set the two silver pieces down. You also see Keen, the Tabaxi, um, who now getting a closer look appears closer to a lynx. Uh, if you're oh, to coordinate or correlate them to an actual real world cat, Ooh, looks like right. a bit of a lynx. Um, so, based on yeah. what I'm seeing here, it looks like we're going to be at disadvantage for the red, orange, and yellow target. That is correct. Okay. Unless no sharpshooter. <laughs> that is true. Um, all right. So presenting your two silver pieces, you are presented with three crossbow bolts. So take those two. I silver pull out pieces. my heavy crossbow. No, um... <laughs> they it's a it's a crew patch. You look at it and it looks like yeah. it's like not a the best make. Almost, yeah, yeah, it almost looks very uh like they should, you should be shooting like dulled. Yeah, like almost like a kid's toy. Like a, what you would imagine if you were to go to a shooting range and pick up a Nerf gun. Yeah, um, for sure. That's the way to kind okay. of coordinate it. Mm -hmm. So for, for this, for your first shot, you can, if you can add a light crossbow to your inventory and just roll through that. Yeah, uh, okay. I can certainly do that. Yeah, um, I did the same thing. I It'll be so easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you could use heavy. Yeah, it's the same attack mod. It's just you know. Alrighty, so uh, straight for the the first, and then dis at the the seconds and third. Yeah, so for the first roll, go ahead and uh, you're trying to hit one of the blue greens. So it's a yeah, you'll just be making a roll. Oh, okay, your first shot. Uh, seventeen for me. It hits. Wonderful. You shatter one, Shara. Your turn. Uh, but we're in separate groups, right? There's y'all. Y'all aren't in a competition. Y'all are just shooting. Y'all are attempting. They set okay. up the lane so that multiple people could go at once without having to. Okay. Yeah. Time. 
This is a crossfade montage. 22, y'all both managed to hit both targets. Shara and uh, Patch with ease lift up the crossbows and shoot and the one of the green for you, Shara, explodes and one of the blue for you, Patch, explodes. Okay, for the second target, a red or orange, go ahead and roll. You'll be rolling at disadvantage for these two. No problem. Uh, at disadvantage is 23. Oh, 11. 11. Patch, you managed to nail one of the red uh, targets. It shatters. Shara, you take aim, but the trigger mechanism seems to jam a bit, and you abruptly pull up on it, and it shoots, but you go wide. Um, you can still attempt your third or your second shot. Okay, I'll reattempt my second shot. Okay. And Patch, you can go ahead and roll for your third. Certainly. Disadvantage. Uh, ooh, 11. that's probably not. Uh, 12. Another 11 for Shara. Again, Shara, you go wide. It's The yeah. crossbow is weighted weird. Patch, you're pretty confident. You feel the energy as you release it. The You go... You don't hit the yellow target in the back. You hit, like, up about a good six or seven inches to the right. Uh, there are cheers from the crowds as y'all manage to get two of them. And the... Uh, winged tressum uh the winged cat flies down and presents to each of you a bracelet made from colorful and expertly carved and shaped river rocks that are entwined Ooh. and Ooh, what cool. appears to be like my as well, souvenir like i can send to lalana cool um wait till you find out what it does first <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't do anything unfortunately yeah to hit all three <laughs> together uh are y'all attempting to do a third time or a second time Monday. Uh, Patchwell, he's 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 competitive. So, okay. Um, I am not because okay. yeah, I'm. She's gonna look at the the crossbow and she's just gonna shake her head. Okay. And then she's gonna pull out her hand crossbow and pats it. This is much better than that. That those are really crappy weapons. <laughs> and is it within range though? Uh, my hand crossbow actually has a better range than this light crossbow <laughs> mm -hmm. that they're using. These light crossbows are like training what crossbows. What do, they, what do they tell you about every carnival that you go to? About oh every yeah, carnival? they're rigged. <laughs> yep, they're rigged. <laughs> they're rigged yeah. for you too. You know. <laughs> to um, fail. All right, Patch, you can go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll Apparently, your yeah. first one. Yeah. First one is a twenty-eight. <laughs> With ease, ting, you release Come the second on. one. Uh, 14. 14 manages to hit. And third, third one. Oh, uh, didn't roll it at disadvantage. Hang on. Uh, 27. Oh, 27. <laughs> 27. That was a natural 20 on the second, but with the 27, you now know. You kind of, hearing Shara, you, over, you compensate for that that lift that it seems to have and you aim where you need to and it nails dead in the center of the yellow uh, target in the back. There is in a, a roar of the onlookers kind of cheer. Uh, the, the, the abruptness of the crowd actually causes one of the other person, people who were shooting to completely <laughs> drift off. Yeah. <laughs> shoot off, not into the actual designated area. Off Nobody into that the man sky. shot me in the head. <laughs> and it flies over, but you see the trestle with speed flies up and catches the uh, crossbow bolt. 
uh, out of the air. Just for just for flavor, like does like mm-hmm. a like a gunslinger like spin up like the uh, of the gun, but with the crossbow and kind of like blows out the at the at the top, <laughs> just to just to be a little cocky. <laughs> you see people laugh and they kind of give like a hoot uh, as you do that, especially some of the children. A couple kids run up to you. Show us how to do it. Show us how to do it. Um, but the trussum returns now and presents you with a, you don't get another beaded bracelet, but you do get on your character. You can add a medal of the maze to your character sheet. It is metal of the maze, metal of the maze. It is a smooth driftwood hung upon a piece of rough twine. A labyrinthine pattern has been carved into the front of the metal. All righty. Metal of the maze. Wonderful. Cool. Awesome. You'll thank the uh, the backseat and head off. All right. Uh, for clarification, for podcast purposes and others, when you use an action to trace the maze inscribed in this metal, you gain advantage on wisdom checks, and you know the quickest route to the end of a non-magical path or maze for one hour. Oh, that's... Once this property has been used, oh. it cannot be used again, and the metal becomes non-magical. Um, but it, you know, oh. there is... One shot advantage oh. on a ranger, yeah. <laughs> Use it wisely, Pod. That was Bullseye Bonanza. Awesome. I wanted to get that so bad, so I'm glad. Okay. <laughs> already two metal down. Very good. All right. Next up is the call to arms. You <laughs> y'all make your way to uh Myrick. It's actually set up in front of, uh, or behind, not toward the main entrance. It's actually set up behind the barracks. Uh, on a, upon a royal platform, a simple table and two chairs have been set up. Both chairs are currently occupied by Aurora Watch members. Their elbows braced against the table and their hands locked. Two dozen or so festival goers watch them and watch them silently and tend, boom! <laughs> the occupant of the left chair pushes her opponent's arm to the table and the crowd erupts into a, a roar of... Uh, laughter and cheer as you see the individual who won is a uh, rather buff female drow. Uh, her, the side of her head is braided um, tightly as the other side kind of lays uh, flows to the right side. Yeah. Uh, Meryl, who you see is kind of posted up at the bottom um, of the uh, the platform gives a hearty claps on the shoulder to the uh, Aurora Watch member who you see was actually from stationed in Jigal. The others are stationed in Bazazan. Uh, good try, good try. Um, any other takers? She looks out to the crowd. Zetch steps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, Merrick or Meryl. God, that's going to confuse me. Meryl <laughs> gestures you forward, uh, and you see she looks to you and gives you a appraising look. A strong build? Uh, rarity amongst uh, what I've seen. You can have your pick. Uh, Talia here, Delena, and Gale. Gale is a human male. Delena is a... Uh, Size-wise, kind of matches more of Shara's build, and Talia is much burlier. Draw female. 
Um, sounds like uh, the last one looks the most like Merrick. Yep. Looks like the most fair couple. Yeah, she'll, she'll choose them. Okay. Talia looks, steps up to you and goes for a, um, a forearm embrace. So holds her hand out. I go like pause for a second as she's like, what? Oh, yeah. Mm. Shar, <laughs> uh, like, you would recognize cool. this. It's very oh, yeah. uh, typical. Uh, she grasps and she kind of pulls you a little bit closer. She says, "Good luck." Uh, she makes her way onto the to the raised platform. You see some people; their eyes grow wide a bit, Marik, as you step up. Um, there's some murmurings. Those of you who are in the crowd, uh, I've never actually seen a half bugbear, half drow before. Oh, this should be good. Um, <laughs> in her hood stuff a little bit more. It's like, oh god. Talia <laughs> takes the chair and sits down um, and gets herself positioned, her hand lifted. Settle down and emulate positioning that she saw. Okay. I don't know if she's uh, ever actually done this before. <laughs> these will be for, for this, these will be contested strength checks. So just a straight straight strength roll and I will roll that on the table so go ahead and roll roll for me Myrick okay. oh, she's not been rolling well uh 15 hello where did mine go a 12 all right Myrick you as y'all clasp hands and embrace uh Meryl steps up to the platform and places her large hand over the top of yours and Gives you each a discerning look and gives you a nod and releases as you do. Myrick, you can feel the tension immediately as Talia, who seems to have done this hundreds, dozens of time before, her hand flexes, but you're, you're stronger and you can feel it as you bend her arm down a bit. Okay. Go ahead and roll another strength check for me. 22. Oh, nice. A natural one. Whoa! Oh. With a natural one, you feel she gives you a look, and you can feel already you know you're stronger than her. And with a quick, abrupt flex of your muscles, boom, there's an audible slam as you impact hard. Her uh, hand impacts hard against the wood. You actually hear a crack as the wood splinters a bit. And she pulls her hand away. <sighs> but you see the grimace that she has on her face is a smile. And she stands up and the crowd woo, kind of cheers uh, loudly. And Meryl claps. And as Talia gets up, uh, Meryl immediately takes a seat. <laughs> Seems it's me and you. Do you mean? Do you need a minute to rest, or should we begin? And Patch is screaming from the crowd. Break her fucking arm! (laughs) (laughs) She immediately takes your arm, and you can feel the muscle. Talia had muscle, but this this muscle matches yours. The way that the intensity and the flex happens. Go ahead and roll me a strength check, please. Oh. Seventeen. Okay. Let's see if I'm rolling shit. Oh. Nineteen. You watch as she immediately she lets out a little snarl as she f- 
twist your arm a bit, there's a moment of surprise at this tactic as she gets the advantage on you. Go ahead and roll another. Twenty-four. Oh, <laughs> matching. She rolled a twenty-four as well. You hold. You hold steady. As you could feel the tension, and your you could see the the veins already doing to bulge. Myrick, this is the first time that you've met someone who's matched you like perfectly in strength. Gonna roll me another one, please. Gleam is gonna hit her eye as she reaches. Oh. Rage. You rage, all right. Yeah. Twenty two. Twenty two, she rolled an eleven. <laughs> you you feel the 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 energy, the spirit of your ancestors kind of well up inside you, and your your look in your eye shifts as you take on this power as you feel yourself pushing further, getting the advantage of her over her. Go to roll me another D twenty. Another strength check, please. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. 14. You beat her, though. She rolled a <laughs> There's a moment where y'all hold steady once again, but you feel that surge, uh, and you could have rolled a... I would have let you roll an advantage yeah. for this. This is, this is enough to fuel your rage. <laughs> a 15, a little bit better. But yeah, y'all hold steady for a moment, and you see... There's a resolve in her eyes as she, her hand hits. It's not as abrupt and hard. She was still kind of resisting that push, but it hits the table with an audible and the crowd screams. It pulls other people in. Um, and a few people who have actually kind of followed y'all at this point with Ranosh's <laughs> natural 20, you start to hear the chanting, the seekers as Myrick. Uh, Meryl stands up and pulls you with her and lifts you up. Uh, not lifts you up, but lifts your arm up in victory. And she looks to you. You're the new champion. Well, for now. What is your <laughs> name? Uh, Kai? Uh, sorry, My Myrick? Kamirik, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> and the people, Kamirik! They start One to time. scream out. Uh, others say, the Seekers! And you see Meryl uh, reaches into a pouch and she pulls out a, a metal. It is made of ebony and shaped like a flexing arm. You could add metal of muscle to your inventory. Yeah. I have muscles. I have metal to prove it. <laughs> uh, as she... As the crowd is cheering, she kind of, uh, she gestures for you to step away from the bulk of the crowd to the side. All right, she does. Oh, you're going to get recruited. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kamarik, it's very few have the pleasure of uh, actually managing to best me in this event. I saw that spark in your eye. Um... If I'm not mistaken, you and your group are staying at the barracks? Yes, for, for a few days. Have you ever considered joining up with the Aurora Watch? <laughs> I haven't heard of them until a couple weeks ago. Well, if you ever do, I'll vouch for you. 
put in a good word, maybe get you sent over to Bazazan where we can really put that strength to use. She <laughs> kind of clasps you on the shoulder. And she turns you back to the crowd. Another roar of, come on, billows out over the crowd um, <laughs> as she kind of uh, oh, gestures God. you off the stage, like guides you off the stage. Um, <laughs> Myrick, for the or for the podcast purposes, uh, the metal of muscle. You can squeeze this metal tightly in the palm of your hand as an action. Doing so gives you advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws for one hour. Once this property has been used, it cannot be used again, and the metal becomes non-magical. Huh. So it is a reduced down rage, if you will. <laughs> Long but last, but last much longer, right? Yeah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> Zetch. Uh, step, or Meryl steps down off the stairs and looks to the crowd and there's a lot of murmur Myrick there are people who are kind of like patting you on the back you're getting a lot of attention um, mm -hmm. but Meryl calls out I know that was a beautiful display uh, but did anybody else willing to try their luck try their strength Zetch throws off their coat and strides oh, to the stairs alright uh so be it. All right. Uh, oh, yes, the goblin that shouted, rip her fucking arm off. She <laughs> uh, looks you over. And who would you wish to step up against? I will face the same that my little sister just bested. Oh, she <laughs> smiles. Oh, God. Puzzle, uh, puzzled looks. <laughs> and Patch makes a face like, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> although, can you really be canonically older than dead? Um, I don't know if... Uh, there's Eventually. A, there's a confusion as Meryl looks to you, then looks to Leah, then back to you again. All right, Leah, get up there. And Leah's like, all right. And she's already... She's still, like, massaging the back of her hand. Um, and she, she sits on the other side and lifts up her left arm this time. Her right was her... Uh, but she lifts up the left one to get it ready, and she angles herself to be in a better position for you. I don't mind giving you a handicap and throws the left arm up. <laughs> she oh, gives God. you a look uh, as Meryl steps back up on stage, clasp of your hands. All right. She picks it up. All right, make me a strength check for me. You got it. That's an 11. I'm rolling. Well, minus rolling. one. Like I have been a 21. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you see that she takes that moment to that advantage and she pushes already. She gets a, she gets a clear advantage of you already, your hand already getting closer to the, uh, the top of the table. Go to roll me another one, please. Sure. An eight for a seven. <laughs> oh God. A 19, another push. She's teasing you at this point. You see oh, yeah. the look in her eyes. She pushes it slower and slower. You can see she's flexing, but she's putting on a show for the crowd as the crowd is like, ooh. Yeah. And the third one for me. All right. That's a natural 20 for a 19. Oh, nice. She rolled an 18. With a natural 20, you managed to get vantage over her. You managed actually to bring it back up to that center point. Go ahead and roll me another one, please. Literally every vein on Zetch's <laughs> body from forehead to toes. Oh, God. 
That's a natural 14 for a 13. A 13 to 13. She rolled a 13 as well. Y'all hold steady in center pose. There's another. Now you see she has a look, uh, a clear, that teasing has faded into, oh, okay, okay. A little bit of respect has gained. Um, The crowd is cheering now. This is going much longer than it did before. It's all about leverage. That's a natural six for a five. Yeah, unfortunately, (laughs) that last failure, you see... She shifts her she shifts her um, arm a bit and uh, her wrist down and she with a quick boom she slams your hand to the table. The and Zetch immediately uh, lifts her hand up uh-huh. and jumps onto the table and like raises her hand into the air. <laughs> she she kind of like woo quickly glides up and the crowd cheers from various parts of the crowd. Um and they clap uh, as well, and you are guided off the stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good one. Well done. No, it's not. Valiant attempt to show. Yeah. I think I, I pulled mean? a muscle in my right ankle, which doesn't make any sense. Goblin anatomy for you. <laughs> All right. I work all cast Karoons on set. No, it's <laughs> unnecessary, the... but appreciated. I chose not to cheat, although I thought I might. Well, the... good on you for being honest. The crowd kind of gives you a few pats, like, a, you did good uh, as you make your way to the others, the other <laughs> seekers. Y'all now have, like, a posse of people who are kind of, like, oh. keeping, keeping pace with y'all. Um as another uh mirror calls for another and you see a much uh a burly looking uh hobgoblin make his way up on stage um but y'all divert away heading toward the rhymes and riddles Ooh, good good luck guys you see uh kind of in the main thoroughfare uh a couple of uh, uh area has been sectioned off for this specifically you see the two elders, Elder Kolbukaz and Ushru, uh, in beautiful blue robes. Um, they are presiding over three distinct tables. One table holds a wooden box with a set of keys. A second displays a glittering star map of the uh, Exandrian sky. And on the third rests a row of colored bottles. A banner hangover hangs over the setup that reads, test your wit against these riddles three. So I okay. will present the, on the owlbear map. We'll uh, attempt to reveal, reveal them. Hello. Oh, there it is. So the rounds oh, and riddles okay. for the first one, the lock and key. Uh, for clarity's sake, it takes for each attempt to answer one of the riddles, it's two silver. So you'll be okay, paying six a, silver yeah. to attempt. Yeah, I'll be yeah. yeah. For the lock and key, it reads as such, a small little placard. Bronze, copper, silver, gold, plucked and pulled from tales of old. Match the key to the lock, a mistaken choice begets a shock. The four metal keys presented for you are a bronze key, a copper key, a silver key, and a gold key. The lock and box. The lock is shaped like a dragon with a fluted crest. The box has engravings of sea motifs and smells faintly of sea salt. Which is the correct key? 
uh, Patch is like perking up at the first I one. Say, he... I will say, DM me. <laughs> DM me your answer uh, for there being multiple people. Go ahead and just shoot me a DM. Okay, I'll um, shoot you a DM because, yeah, I, 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 I think I know what this is. Okay. And if you have any questions, uh, you can ask because that can be that would be answered by. Uh, oh yeah, that's going to be kind of tricky. Would, it, um, would that be answered aloud for everyone to hear or no? No. Okay. I'll figure it out. <laughs> if you have any questions, just shoot them to me, and I might uh, be able to clarify. <laughs> so. Uh, are uh, and are the rules? Is that uh, only the one person can answer? Uh, it's not like a group. Thing. Oh, I'll it's say for for clarity's sake, there are little. There's an inkwell and a slip of parchment that you can write your answer. I'm writing my answer and sending it to you. This is one that could be answered. Uh, the lock is uh, doesn't seem like it has a specific metal type. It seems like it's a gener generic like iron lock. Okay. Okay. I got Shara's answer. Uh, Asella, do you have any other potential questions? I'll say you can ask me now because I have Shar's answers, as long as no one else is attempting to answer one of these. I thought Patch was. Or Patch, are you attempting? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I, I, Patch was just curious because it was dragons. That's all. Okay. Yeah. No, like, I, it, it involved, involved dragons. So. I thought there was a third person. I did not get a third. I just got no, you. No, I think Shara. it's just you and me. Are you are you attempting Thank an you. answer? Or are you gonna? Yeah, I'm attempting an okay. answer. Sorry. I no take a minute. There. As you, the each of you step forward and you write your answers down. Um, you, uh, Ushru approaches and takes the slips of papers from each of you and looks and gives you a smile. Good job. You succeeded. He does not expose the answer to other people who may be watching. Good. Good. Um, good. So you good. both good. were correct. Good job. Yeah. So that's one right for both of you. Um, for, for, the, for the podcast of everybody else, it was the bronze key. The the riddle and the colorations uh, match, and the type of the shock is the big clue there. It matches a bronze dragon's. Uh, oh, I, I took the sea motifs and stuff like that. that, is, that uh, is I was well. thinking more of the because sea motifs of, and yeah. uh, most of the other Another ones are campaign. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'm not, and you the know, bronze it, dragon that we knew. The well, good thing about riddles is uh, you. Uh, I'm. You don't have to attempt to roll. If you think you know it, you potentially may well, know it. Your character copper, know silver, it. and gold are electrical conductive, slightly. So, oh, bronze isn't. That's smart. That's actually a way that I didn't even think about. Um, <laughs> all right. Next up is the 
star map riddle. Okay. The star map rests, you see a star map that depicts the moons and constellations visible to the Xandrian sky. Upon a placard, there reads, two birds sit on a speckled field, one silver and calm, one scarlet with woe. Nigh all year, the red one yields to silver's mischief and sheltering glow. What am I? That one's too easy. Yeah, way too easy. So y'all, way, way, way too easy. Go ahead and give me your your <laughs> answer. You can. You want to say it together, Estella? <laughs> Three, two, one. Catherine Rudis. There you go. Uh, as you write the. He hand, takes a piece of parchment yeah. and reads it, and he smiles. Like the two um, of them just write, like take one look and just write it down. Uh, he smiles and nods to you each. Uh, good job. And for the final one, the bottles riddle. You see a row of seven small bottles filled with various color liquids. The placard reads: Two of us are brewed from blight and always sit to purple's right. Three of us are juice. Three are juice. One burns like flame, and one, and no two colors taste the same. Even flask hold not but pain, and shade of sky will leave a stain. Though tasty are those at each end, neither is the winner's friend. A puzzle for the keen and wise. Drink the light to claim your prize. Okay. You I might want have to, to read that. You oh, might it's, in, <laughs> it's in it's an owlbear. If you go, uh, yeah, if you scroll down, the bottom you can left, see it. you can actually see the bottles that I that are lined up, and you can read, I the, think I, yeah. read the book. Yeah. Okay, so got the bottles. I'm I'm writing some of this down. Mm So that's a no and that's a no. Imagine walking up to this edition of being horrible. <laughs> As y'all are thinking I over this it. one. Okay. As y'all are thinking over this one, you do see uh, kind of that makes their way in, starting at the box riddle. You see the Durgar, who won the, who is wearing the medal de maze mm -hmm. um, that won the uh, crossbow, but also with him is a rather uh, well put together, ethereal looking male drow, and they're kind of kind of doing what y'all were doing, where they're sitting at the uh, the riddle table reading it over. But... Uh, uh, do uh, Patch kind of noticing the Durgar, does he see <clears throat> the other two? Uh, the, the the ogre and the the goblin, are they in sight? Like, are they, do they seem to be like a group that he uh, gathers? You don't see them, uh, the other, the ogre or the, the goblin, but you do see that they are wearing... Um, a like a like a soft uh, more like a i'm sorry more like a burgundy uh like sash uh the 
Drow has it across the the chest or the, the torso. The Duragar is more wearing it like a shawl, like a or ah, closer okay. to like a scarf. All right. Uh, do you think you have the answers? Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Uh, y'all can uh, say them at the same time because y'all are both okay. correct. <laughs> Number five. Number five, yeah. There you That's go. the one I had picked. Uh, as you slip the paper to Ashru, he kind of smiles and gives you a clap. Uh, clever, clever, the two of you. Um, Kobukaz, we have two winners. And Kobukaz smiles and brings over a... Each of you can get a medal of wit. Ooh, add that to medal your of wit? You okay. Each well, add... I... God, y'all have so many... <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, gonna need to like you we'll see, need to like probably like divulge them in the chatter. The uh these medals are sculpted uh driftwood that are sculpted and painted to appear like the head of a fox. The the medal of wit, you can press this medal to your temples as an action. Doing so gives you advantage on intelligence checks and saving throws for one hour. Once this property has been used, it cannot be used again and the medal becomes non magical. Also get advantage yep. on intelligence checks and saving throws. Intelligence checks and saving throws. Oh, I see. For an okay. hour. Yeah, it's in the if you it is an item. It is an actual item you can add to your character sheet. So. Oh, okay. Oh. It's called the Medal that of I wit. didn't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> called Medal of Wit. Patch, yours is called the Medal of Maze. Um so Yeah. Medal of the Maze, I'm sorry. Medal of the Maze. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. I know I said we're going to do the Kampajis next, but I'm going to move past that one. We're going to come back to that one after. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> all right. No, we'll, we'll stay on the Kampajis because that has two people who hasn't done, hasn't done anything yet. Um, all right, moving you and now your posse of people who are all kind of murmuring. Now that y'all won two medals, y'all have a, a total of five medals between the group. Uh, people are you have a you have a crowd now. Um, um, when the Kambachi area comes in sight, Acela kind of like ducks her head and mumbles into her fingers, and she casts speak with animals. Okay, I knew you were gonna do that. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Festival goers are clustered around a pad, a paddock full of about two dozen uh, young Kampajis. They are they are about the size of two aurochs, two of oh. beasts of burden. So each of these are about that size. Um, they like are shuffling. Elephant. Yeah, uh, they are shuffling around inside the enclosure. Uh, you see there is a f- much larger tortoise that uh, seems to be overviewing and overlooking these uh, the paddock. You imagine maybe the mom or the dad. Um, and you see a this the orc the, with the uh, the overalls, unclassed, furry chest, uh, built like an ox. Um, is standing at the main entrance of the gate. Uh, he looks to the crowd. Have you come to join the great Kimpaji migration? There's a tortoise for each of you, and a little some. 
A medal to be won if you make it to the end in one piece. And he smiles. Last year, we had to rebuild three houses after the festival. So good luck. Oh, God. <laughs> um, you see, he he opens the cage and he lets forth, he lets in with the three of you, uh, Estella, Patch, and Ranosh joining in. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of them available. You have Lua, who is brown and yellow. Juby, who is a deep green and yellow. Wilbo, who is black, brown, with flecks of red. Nops, which is black with flecks of amber. Gaia, which is various shades of green. Ulbi, which is a light brown, orange, and yellow. Krim, which is black, gray, with flecks of blue-gray. And Jaws, which is a variety of browns and reddish reds. Which one would you like? Patch is going for Jaws, man. Gaia. Okay, you get Jaws. <laughs> You're going to get Gaia, all right? I'm going for Krim because it sounds like Krim. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So you all climb aboard. There are some makeshift saddles. Um, as you see, the, uh, the farmer mounts a large moorbounder. And you see he picks up a whistle, which has been carved in the shape of a Kimpaji turtle, and blows it out. And you see all the Kimpaji, the young Kimpaji, shift their attention and begin to move uh, following him. Okay. So this what the fun. fuck am I doing? <laughs> all right. So to maneuver the Kimpaji successfully, I need a wisdom animal handling check. The first one is a DC 12. Estella is going to keep up a mumbled, uh, good, good turtle. Let's, let's go straight. Yes. Ah, nice you, will roll with, you will roll with advantage then, Estella. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Patch would have done the same, actually. He would have cast Speak with Animals as well. Missed by one. All right. Uh, so advantage. Two. Yeah. I forgot to roll with advantage. Good thing I have advantage, because that was not good. Uh, that's not much better. 11. All right. So some of the others in the crowd, Sela, you, with ease, the Gaia seems receptive and moves with uh actually takes the lead as some of the others kind of struggle but you can see it here radosh and patch <laughs> the turtle kind of shifts uneasy as y'all are it's guiding it to the gate but it slams into one of the posts uh there's oh, an audible wow. crack it shifts abruptly i need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw dc 13. uh 24. 24. Oh, 15. 15. Y'all both hold on tight. Uh, the Kimpaji great. seem to settle themselves a bit now. Now they make it out of the fence, but y'all have y'all have each ruined. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. So I need another animal handling check from the Despite theory. going badly, Patch is having the time of his life. He's just, he's just laughing. I'm gonna watch over Yeehaws. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 16. If he had a hat, it'd be a lot better. 16. 12. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> 11 again. <laughs> All right. Estella, you are, the DC was 13. Estella, you are keeping leader of the pack, but you could hear another. 
She'll look back and be like... You hear another, like, as Patch and Randosh are pretty much keeping in line, they are taking... The others are kind of overpassing you as Randosh and Patch fall to the back. And y'all's two begin to drift over into a building. Um, The trans missions bust on this thing. I need... They don't initially... Yeah, they're going to buck again, so I need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw as y'all collide into each other and then... Randos, your uh, oh, a patch, a patch collides and falls off. Yeah, I wrote a pen. That's a 20, 25. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sorry. I'm going to stand up on the saddle. Fuck this. Okay, <laughs> you begin to stand up and you find to brace yourself, Patch. You are thrown off abruptly. You slam into the building as the turtle's shell collides, and you see some people. Ooh! From the sidelines, uh, the Kampaji <laughs> now, the two um, Jaws and uh, Krim begin to realign themselves now. Krim is, and Jaws seem a little bit more on edge as their, their body is shifting more. Uh, <laughs> are you attempting to remount? We were told the names, right? You were, yes. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Patch will he'll, he'll, he'll try. Why not? He, okay. he, at this point, it's time of winning. Make an acrobatics or athletics check for me. Uh, I'll do acrobatics. Uh, that's an 18. 18. You race forward and you clamber up onto the shell and you slide across and get into the saddle once again. <laughs> it was a DC 15. Very good job. Uh, Estella's going to... Her hands, like, massage the reins for a second. Takes a deep breath. Uh, Jaws, Crane, come on, this way. Okay. Loudest um, you've heard her. <laughs> I will allow <laughs> Randosh and Patch to roll with advantage. Patch, you're already rolling. With advantage. Yeah. This is your third uh, animal handling check, please. Oh God! Come on! Come on! Come on! Twenty-two. Oh, natural twenty. Thank God. A twenty-two. Oof. A natural twenty. This DC uh, was, a, was a 15 or 14. 15 <laughs> Very nice. Patch, you, you're you speaking with Jaws and you're like, I don't know what you're saying, but it's enough to motivate Jaws to like pick up their pace. Boom, boom, boom. And they begin to overtake some of the others. Radosh, you're, you're happy and steady staying at the back of the pack. <laughs> you now have a feel Good for... job, Estella. Well done. Ears and go I'll flat the back of her head. All right. As the Zetch is leaning over to share and Merrick and going, This is the greatest thing I have seen in my <laughs> entire life. You heard Estella shout. <laughs> um the the pack of young Kimpaji make their way into a more a much larger paddock you see uh has been established with uh, a variety of other uh, varying sizes of the tortoises already in here. You imagine it's just a place to move them. Um, as each of you exit out and are <laughs> helped off the Kimpaji, he hands a medal to each of you, gives Radosh, <laughs> he looks at you <laughs> and holds the medal for a moment, but smiles. I somersault backwards off the saddle. <laughs> Roll an ac- uh, acrobatics check. See how graceful that is. Oh, not that graceful, but... 
Which ah, roll? Thirteen. Twisted me. You kind of twist your yeah. You kind of twisted your ankle on your oh, ankle. Bastard. <laughs> he, he jumps forward. Oh, well, you're right. Um, here. Yeah, and he helps you right. up and he hands you the 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 medal. So each of you can add a medal of the horizon back. Oh, interesting. Just glad to be part of the Seekers! <laughs> seekers! You hear bellowing out for a little bit of ways. Uh, Estella takes the medal, bows, and skitters back in high spine sharp. I can't believe I said that. Um, so, the medal of the horizon back. Each one appears to be made from... Pat Estella on the shoulder as she scuttles past. Good job. Good the, play. The tortoise shells that these are made out of resemble the coloration of the tortoises that you were riding. But oh. these metals are made of tortoise shells. Uh, for the sake of this, when you would be hit by an attack, you can use your reaction to increase your AC by five until the start of your next turn, including against the triggering attack. So the attack that would happen. So pretty much free a shield. Nice. Free shield. Yeah, it's a free shield. Yeah. <laughs> you must be wearing the metal and able to see the creature that made the triggering attack to use this property. Once this property is used, it cannot be used again and this metal becomes That's non- pretty cool. Awesome. These metals are awesome. <laughs> That's going to save somebody's ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I just <laughs> And you don't have to that be a spellcaster to use it too, which is really nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. I just... And you don't have to attune to it, do you? No. You just have to, be, you have to be wearing it. You have it on your person. You can't just yeah, be carrying it in your bag. It's essentially, you have yeah, to have yeah. it because of the specifications of what you have to do with it. Oh, um, I'll be wearing my medals everywhere I go. Okay, the compound. That was. <laughs> my God, that was so entertaining. <laughs> that was amazing. All right. That was fun. Next up is we'll go ahead and move to the best pies. Oh, God. The. The savory sense of meat, pastry, and spices fill the air around a three-story building mounted on the back of a giant kimpaji set at the northern edge of the greens. Renos, you're very familiar with this. Uh, a cooking stand and a festival table or stage uh, with a long stable are set up at the tortoise's feet where a where, uh, Agatha is standing and presiding over a massive oven that it's like a multi-tiered oven that she is taking pies out, putting them in, quick replacing uh, she, along with a handful of other orcs, are bustling from the oven to the stage and back, placing delicious-looking handmade pies at each seat, stacking more of, more and more of them on the cooling rack nearby. Agatha turns to the crowd as y'all approach. Come and sample the best meat pies this side of the waist. I sell them for meals up there, but I'm running a pie-eating contest down here. Try it out if you think you got an orc-sized stomach. And she gestures to the raised platform where, okay, where two people are already sitting. Um, for group one, Patch, I've indicated to you, you make your way up. Okay. You sit between a halfling female and a hobgoblin male. The female seems uh, a little bit on the plusher side. Um, the hobgoblin looks like he works in the fields. Uh, it is five silver to participate, yep. which Agatha uh, goes around and collects the five silver from each of you. Tink, tink. All right. <laughs> so, yep. 
how this works is I didn't listen on here, but your constitution modifier determines how many pies you can eat before you need to start making con checks. Gotcha. So what is yours? Uh, my con mod is uh, two. Plus two. A plus two. So you can eat two pies before you need to start making checks. Okay. I will be keeping track. All right. Agatha looks to the crowd and she begins to hype them up. Some people begin to cheer. The soft murmur of the seekers, the seekers, the seekers begin to carry over the crowd as other names. Um, you hear uh, Winnie, Winnie, and the halfling female kind of lifts her hands out. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, all right. Agatha lifts her arms and says, You're off. And the first round of pies are eaten. Each Seek the bottom of that pie, patch. <laughs> the three of you begin eating with a, with a fervor as the pie, delicious patch. It, it's probably one of the best pies you had. It's perfectly, the meat is perfectly cooked. The spices are savory. The pastry is just kind of melts in your mouth. It's delicious. It's divine. You breeze through the first one. The second one, you pull closer to you. Uh, you and uh, Winnie the halfling eat that with ease while the hobgoblin needs to make a roll. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the hobgoblin already, you see their eyes go wide as they take about half of the pie and they're, they kind of swallow a bit and they shovel it slowly down their, their second pie. They just managed to succeed that uh, constitution check. All right, they the third ones are pulled or pushed closer to you. Patch, go ahead and roll me a Constitution check, please. Alrighty. Uh, that is a twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> the hobgoblin eyes go wide. Didn't even make it about a fourth into the pie. The third pie before he stands up and races off of the stage. Winnie's holding her own. She seems to be eating pies. She struggles a bit, but she is maintaining. For the fourth pie, go ahead and roll another constitution check, please. Alrighty. The DC has oh, a three. That's a six. Alright. <laughs> she also has plus two. A twenty. She eats the fourth pie. You are losing main maintaining. You feel the the deliciousness of the pie, it's so overwhelming, but it's its already kind of filling your stomach. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Uh, the same thing, so plus two. Uh, 17. 17. You swallow down. You're able to, oh, that's your God. one freebie. Go ahead and, are you attempting to eat a fifth pie? Uh, was, it obvious he was, was it obvious that Patch was struggling with that pie? Yes. Under her breath in the audience, <laughs> she's gonna cast silvery barbs on the halfling witty. <laughs> okay, so she's rolling a disadvantage. No, oh she God. she gets to she has to she, she has can to roll, but then she oh, has okay. to re-roll and take the lower, thank and then you, Patch has that. advantage. <laughs> oh, thank you. Plus two. Okay, she rolled a natural nineteen. Plus two. Uh... 
15 for my next one. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, not th- it didn't increase by three, it increased by two. So you're at a DC of 12 right now. So you did manage okay. to it. She rolled a nine. She fails. She, you see, she's she begins to eat it quickly, and you see that she's at a pace. And all of a sudden, you see her eyes kind of wide as she looks at the pie, and she kind of pushes it away for a moment, um, disturbed by whatever, like a momentary disturbance. Like, in she, she momentarily sees some of the meat in the pie wriggling, <laughs> like a trick of your eyes. She like... lifts her. She looks down and she sees that and she covers her mouth and she runs off stage and you hear oh. her ex- expel the pie the crowd the seekers erupts um, I sense a as disturbance as in the pie Agatha <laughs> lifts, walks over to you Patch and lifts your arm and presents you with a medal a tin another one a tin, a tin meat pie, a tin meat, not gonna say it right, a tin meat pie metal. It is made of tin. <laughs> oh, the most, e- God, that was a struggle. Uh, metal of the evil. meat pie? Yeah. No, it's called a tin meat metal. Wait. It's tin a is meat a metal. metal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, oh, no, the sorry, that's right. Metal was... of meat, and it's made of tin. Thank you. But it is called the metal of the meat pie. <laughs> Jesus. Why do I write it like that? Hatch All right. raises his arms and then quickly goes running off the... Okay. The, yeah. the metal appears like a meat pie. It is... Uh, for an eyes in action, you gain 2d4 plus 2 temporary hit points when you Ooh, press the metal oh, to your nice. mouth. While magical, this metal is slightly warm to the touch as if fresh from the oven. It smells of freshly baked pie crust. So yeah, that smell that hits you from it riches your stomach all right next up she sets up uh clears off the plates and sets up another batch of pies you see a drow female steps up a male goblin steps up and ranosh you are next oh god <laughs> oh god the dandy oh, man <laughs> i'm not where am i dandy uh... <laughs> He's, He's wearing a cool, cool yeah. casual, everyday person. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Who was the other person who was going? Uh, it was a drow female by the name of Arya and a goblin male by the name of Wynn. Uh, Estella's going to reach out and ca- cautiously tap Renosh on the shoulder and say, good luck, and cast Bless. <gasps> okay. Oh. So, Renosh, what is your constitution modifier? He's a plus two. Plus two. Okay, you could eat two pies and not struggle. Um, all right. Agatha clears the tables. The crowd goes to a murmur again. Next group, are you ready? Go! And the female drow and the goblin male begin to eat. The female drow already has to roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, Randall. She got this. <laughs> she rolled a three. So, Randall, oh. roll me a, uh, a con check, please. Oh, no, wait. No, you could eat two. Never mind. Uh, she eats I... part of the pie, and she you could tell she probably hasn't eaten something so savory and full of <laughs> flavor before. She, like, her eyes She's go wide. She's probably a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. She thought it was apple pie. She <laughs> yeah, immediately... She 
barely gets into the pie and she's already off the stage. Um, you see there's tears in her eyes. Yeah, she was in fact a vegetarian. She's been um, a vegan pizza. to the salads, young lady. <laughs> um, the second Ranos pie pulls out a napkin and dabs his lips gently. <laughs> there's like a low ooh across the crowd. Um, mm. The second pie is presented. You eat that with <laughs> oh, the goblin God. takes a bite. Hang on, and hang on. You see, he. Uh, my thing restarted at the start of the second pie. Oh, okay. Ooh. Sorry. No worries. Just tell me whenever you're ready. No, no, I'm good. It just my Discord oh, okay. rebooted. Oh, uh. <laughs> so I missed off, part of that. Sorry. You, you are can, eating away at the pie. Can... You're doing completely ease, but the goblin bites their lip hard. Oops. And lets out a scream, and Agatha's like, "All right, all right, all right, we have a clear winner here. Get this one into the infirmary, which we don't oh, have." I say, my fellow, I, are you okay? Uh, you see, it's most like, unfortunate. The bite was through the lip. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah, he's not doing well. <laughs> uh, but she lifts your arm up, Renosh, and presents you with a medal. Of the meat pie, you can wow. add that to your character sheet. Jummy, that was such a fucking rough one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm annotating who has. Y'all are breezing through these medals. <laughs> so you have a meat pie, and last but not least, the third group for this. Myrick, you, um, as you step onto the stage, a human male. Um, with shaggy blonde hair. He looks to be around his early 20s, uh, as well as a half-orc male. Um, they, take their, they take their seats as you take your seat. Um, the human male, with the young human male, is wearing one of those burgundy sashes, for those of you who are paying attention, a clear indication of one of the other teams. The half-orc male has one of the Harley Quinn bandanas, but wrapped around his... Uh, his bicep. Uh, Agatha takes to the stage once again after clearing the area. All right. Round third group. Oh. Begin! And how? what's your con? Uh, I have a plus four. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, bliss. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll these and I will bear. So for the human male who has a Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. The human male has a zero con to the check. Oh, uh, fails. I'm going to roll a save for him, which he does have a proficient in saves. Oh, interesting. Uh, with the fucking two, though. The human male <laughs> gets about most of the pie down, and you see he kind of presses onto his stomach a bit, and he gives a panicked look to the crowd. And if you follow the gaze, you see the large ogre kind of gives him a look of concern and he turns and can't even make it off the stage before he upchucks. Um, the 
Agatha I'm immediately a group of people a group of people uh orcs come with brooms and immediately sweep it off the back of the stage to oh, clear God. the area uh, <laughs> half orc male let's hope there's no sympathetic vomiting from the crowd uh there oh, are God. who turn away and look away um the I'm gonna next... chunk 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 <laughs> the next <laughs> Pie is presented pie number two. The half orc is eating and kind of gives you a side word, side eye, uh, Myrick, as you are powering through. It's odd to not be hungry and to be filling your stomach. Um, the third pie comes out, the half orc still eating away, you eating your third pie. The crowd is like quiet as. <laughs> It's kind of gross, but the smacking and <laughs> chomping of pie <laughs> carries over this hushed quiet as these two seem to be locked in a will of their stomachs. For the fourth pie, Myrick, you were able to down it. He needs to make a roll. Myrick looks super calm as... He rolled a natural Ooh. 20. He eats this pie quickly, maintaining a steady look over at you, Myrick. Fifth pie. All right, nope. here we go. Yeah, fifth pie. Oh, jeez. That's bad. A 10. A 10. Oh, no. My wreck. It's still a success. Oh, dear. It is an 8 one. that you need to beat. Yes, it is. For him, a 17. He succeeds as well. Oh, Y'all are God. both putting the pies away. Um, go ahead and roll me another one, Myrick. Oh, Jesus. Nine. Uh, a 9. Oh, Myrick, no. There's something. It settles into the pit of your stomach. It's a sensation that you've forgotten about but you feel it welling up, bubbling up from the back of your throat. I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Natural 20. You, there's something about your, your form now that you're able to suppress that memory and that feeling and you power through with ease. He's maintaining as well with his 22. Go to roll me another one. This is pie number six. Oh God. Mm Six eyes. Myrick, you're shoveling it large handfuls. <laughs> He's trying to maintain that. He rolled a natural, a 10. He struggles a bit. You see the sickness. The crowd goes, ooh, and backs up a bit as he rolls a 14, which is not a success. He, he closes oh, no. his eyes for a minute, and he just oh, takes... No. He are scoops, we? Are we in no, front of him? Y'all are good. He scoops the the, the <laughs> pie that's in his him. mouth. He scoops the remaining bits and he slams it onto the the bits of the pie. You see, he has sweat on his brow as he he looks like he's holding well. It's making me nauseous. <laughs> he stands up and Agatha approaches and lifts Mark's arm. We have a winner, and the crowd. That's um oh, go crazy God. once again myrick you can add oh, a metal of the meat pie to Amazing. your character sheet oh my <laughs> god you have won pretty much everything you've done uh, yay come myrick come myrick <laughs> come myrick other people start to scream uh joining in <laughs> all right last but not least to finish this off, I will I will say these haven't happened in the course of as it feels like two hours. The day has progressed through. You're looking now as y'all head over to the Eiffel and Plunge. 
it's looking closer to uh, late afternoon, going closer into two and three in the evening. Um, uh, as they uh, approach the plunge, <laughs> Patch is going to walk over to Myrick, who's going to be doing the plunge, and say, are, are you sure you uh, you should be going swimming after you ate all that pie? I heard it's pretty bad for you, you know? Uh, so just be, be careful, you know? You, you might be a little more tense. Um, Myrick will find, a, you know, a, mm -hmm. a place to uh, empty her. Yes. Okay. Before. Oh, God, yeah. day. You go to a privy to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You go to a privy, you make your way there. Um, yeah. All right. On the way to the plunge, mm -hmm. Setch is going to, um, like, right before they all set up to begin, Setch is going to eat a grasshopper while mumbling under their breath. Okay. They're going to cast jump on themselves right before everything kicks off. Oh, interesting. How long does, how long does jump last? <laughs> it lasts a minute. Okay. So it's going to so be like... You tuck, the, you tuck the grasshopper into your, like almost like a, a dip. You would tuck it into your mm -hmm. lip a bit. And you can yeah. feel it moving and wriggling, but you <laughs> suppress it down with your tongue, waiting for the opportune time to... Uh... Yeah. Uh, and oh God! This as a, as a power move, as a power move, Zetch is going to do something they don't normally do, and they're going to take off their boots, and they're going to take off their pants, and they're going to take off their shirt, and the only thing Zetch will be wearing as they stand up there preparing to go into the water is a loincloth made out of giant crocodile hide. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, so for the first time, everyone's going to be getting a pretty good eye of the extent of damage that Zetch's body has suffered over the decades. already in your shorts. That's true. So yeah, you get a you get a much more clear view. Yeah, we can see your cheeks now. Though there's there's not a lot of skin that doesn't have a scar. Interesting. I'll come over to you and pat your shoulder and give you visual blessing. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> uh, All right. All right. The as you approach the um, the Eifelin River edge, uh, you see there is a long dock which has been there are no longer any ships uh, moored here or anything like that. But there is a crowd of people, and you will need the map for this. There's a mm -hmm. crowd of people who aren't listed there, but there are a crowd of people kind of watching and anticipating. But you do see um, <clears throat> several people are arguing. Uh, seems to be a, some kind of argument with a uh, with dir dearth. <clears throat> and as dearth is looks unsympathetic unbothered as they are kind of these other group members uh there are four group uh four total people but two from each from different groups who seem to be bickering and you see a or you hear first a voice cut through the crowd as a blue-skinned orcish half-orcish female um yells out he's not going to say it again if you're here with a team, only one member per race. If the rules aren't clear and you can't handle it, get off the pier. And uh, there's a hush over the crowd 
and Durth kind of looks to her and give her a, gives her a nod of approval as some of the people kind of break away and you see they break off into other smaller groups. Durst mm. steps up. All right, all right. Uh, let's let's uh, settle down. Ayo, I appreciate that. But as we are addressing, there have been issues in the past where teams have uh, uh, swayed favor within these races. We want this to be fair. We want this to be fun. The goal is, and he looks to the edge of the pier, to retrieve the lucky spear. Um, then bring it back to me. If you have any questions, too damn bad. Pretty simple. <laughs> Line up, and you watch as the blue-skinned uh, half-orc female steps up, as well as two <laughs> two other goblins. And Patch, you, I would say, for this is you're going to be part of this group. You four step up to the starting line. Um, this is Dirth, by the way, uh, which I'm going to indicate this is Dirth. This is not directly him. Uh, he steps here, lifts his arm, go, and he throws his arm down. Zetch, I need you to roll me an initiative check, please. Okay, and I have advantage thanks to my sister, which, uh, 18. That's really not good for you. So. You said 18 for you? Is that your... 18. Your, uh, you were up. Okay, so... One second, one second. Uh, You're first, sorry. Um, all right. She rolled really shit. She rolled really well. Chauvel. Fisk. <sighs> the goblins are fucking quick little creatures. And Ao. All right, uh, Zet, you are up. <laughs> okay, so um, first things first. Uh, Zetch is has while Dearth was preparing to say "ready go," Zetch would have consumed the grasshopper. Okay. Um. Uh, and for this first round, with Step of the Wind. Zetch has 120 feet of movement base. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to do a run to the end of the pier. That's 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, and then a further 20 foot jump out into the water. Five, okay. 10, 15, you 20. Splash into the water. That's just your jump, right? That's just the jump. So that's uh, 40 feet right there. Uh huh. And then uh, we're going to struggle to use the remaining 80 feet of movement to get as far as Zetch can. All right. So as you. So you would have jumped that, so you would have cleared that. So you can go five. I'll, I'll move you for more visual. Okay. Five, 10. You're moving at half speed. Right. So 40 feet. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. As you get here. 30 feet. Mm -hmm. I need you to roll an athletics check as okay. the current is pushing against you. Um, this can only go well. That's a four. A four. 
you are pushed back half the movement that you half the movement that you moved. So you moved a total of twenty feet instead of forty. Yes. Or oh, or fifteen. No, 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 no. You moved. Right. You moved. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fifteen. <laughs> and then uh, right, yeah. forward another. Well, no, that's right. it. That's your. That's the end of your turn. Sorry. Oh, As so I don't get my fail the, No, 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 no. Because gotcha. you have moved too far. Um, the waves and the current begin to overtake you a bit, and you're pummeled backwards, and that's going to end your turn. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. You know now that if you move a certain distance, you uh, are going to be fighting against the current. Next up is Chevelle. Chevelle kind of looks at the other three as you have fucking launched yourself. Chevelle moves 5, 10, 15, 20, is going to jump. Well, has that plus two? Yep. It's going to jump here, diving in, and it's going to attempt to move here, uh, maintaining Fisk. 5, 10, 15, 20, jumps here, and that's their movement. Uh, the half orc, 5, 10, 15, 20, um, she manages to clear Fisk here. And she is going to, you see she is swimming. The others can see this as you're watching from the crowd. She is swimming as if she's born to the waves. Mm -hmm. There's a, mm -hmm. as she catches you, that mm -hmm. moving 5, oh. 10, 15, 20. Um, as you're pummeling backwards, you can see her blue skin in the waves. And she actually, her eyes are open and her mouth is open as she grins to you as you write yourself. It is your go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we're going to burn that second key point. Uh -huh. And we're going to see how far Zetch gets knocked back after they attempt to go another 120 feet straight for the spear. <laughs> I want so, you to know, you can only I, physically move 30 feet before you have to make an athletics check. Okay, we'll move 30 feet. There you go. And then... So out of 60, and then Zetch will make the athletics check and see uh -huh. how it goes. Ugh. Come on, beautiful. All right, that's a 18. 18, you succeed. You can continue you can on. Continue on. Uh, actually, that's, Zetch is going to go the next 15 feet and grab the spear. All right. That... Well, no, grabbing the spear is going to take your action. Uh, bonus action is step of the wind, so all of that movement should Beautiful. be covered under bonus action and movement. All right. As you grab the spear, <laughs> Zet, you see movement under the water. Uh -huh. from, coming from the north there, oh, as you see shit. a fin lift. And then you see another one coming from the north, another fin lift. <laughs> as you wrench it free. <laughs> Zetch his head above the water. Who the fuck called this a lucky spear? Dearth calls out, I did. Good luck. Um, all right, Zetch, anything else for you? Uh, you know what? Let the current take them, and whatever movement is left of that, that last 15 feet of movement, start heading back. Okay, yeah, I'll say the current can carry. You'll be moving your normal, you'll speed to down okay. the river. So moving this way. Um, all right, uh, next up is Chevelle. Chevelle moves 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, no, she would have to dash to move 30. 30 here. 
and you see she's now taking she's holding against it but she's looking right at you zetch uh next uh -huh. next is fisk 5 10 15 20 25 30 mm -hmm. uh oh they have to make strength save actually chevelle with a natural 10 for a plus two she's actually pushed back 15 feet so she pummels back fisk with a natural 18 she manages to maintain uh ao <laughs> is gonna swim up to you mm -hmm. 20 25 i need you to make an acrobatics or athletics check that she tries to pull the spear free yeah figured that's a two for a nine okay oh i'm gonna roll this on the table which one are you acrobatics acrobatics all right she's gonna attempt to wrench it from you for a mm. Almost guarantee she's she got She pulls this. it free from you, and you see her ah. arm lift up with the spear now. Um, but you look back, and you know what's coming. It doesn't seem like the others have seen it. The shark's attention drifts away from you and toward the person who is lifting the spear in the air. Mm -hmm. uh, it is the shark's turn. They dip down, and they, they both swim on either side of you, and they make, they ram into her uh, for a natural 16. That one hits. And a natural 14. So they both hit. They slam into her. She needs to make a uh, strength save to maintain grip on the spear. A natural one. <laughs> you watch as both of them slam on either side of her, and she, ooh! And she drops the spear into the water and it stays afloat, but it's between you and her now. <laughs> Zetch, it's your go. Grab the spear. Uh-huh. Action, disengage. Okay. Go straight south, right okay, past so her. You swim underneath her. Um... That's uh, 40 feet of movement. <laughs> okay, so are you, yeah, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 35, 40. Oh, actually, uh -huh. hold on. I'm a goblin. Yeah, it's a bonus action. Bonus disengage. action, disengage. Action, dash. Well, action to grab feet. the action to grab Ac the spear. Oh, it's an action to grab the spear yeah. for the oh, for this there. because of the, okay. well, yeah, but for the that's fine. That's fine. Be, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, forty feet straight down. Okay, uh, yeah. and then that is uh, everything. <laughs> Yeah. Roll, roll this athletics check, or you can automatically fail. Automatically like, fail. You you begin to plummet and pummel by the water. 5, 10, 15, 20. But you slam into one of the uh, pillars of the, of, the, of the pier. You don't get up yet, but you do yeah, take four points it. of you take four points of bludgeoning damage. Got it. <laughs> uh jeez. And you disengage too. Very nice. Chevelle. It's gonna swim after you. 25. Oh, she can actually do it. She's gonna attempt to wrench it from you. All right, we'll see if we can do an acrobatics check that doesn't suck. She is gonna roll a flat roll for 12. 23. 23. You're definitely moving through using the current and the, the confusion of the bubbles around you. Uh, Fisk turns tail too. Fisk gets 30, but gets. Pummel, pummeled, attempts to resist. Uh, not with a natural one. Gets thrown <laughs> into, the, into the side of the. There's a little bit of an outcropping of land. 
slams into that. It is not pleasant for two bludgeoning damage. Uh, she is trying to hold her head above water. Uh, Ao is going to try to swim away. These sharks have turned their attention to you. 30. It's going to dash and try to get up to you and gets here. Uh, the sharks go. They have 50 feet of movement. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. They get about right here. Is that Uh Bonus action. Disengage. Uh-huh. Straight up onto the pier. Scrambling to the pier. Uh, Fuck. Your finish line is here. <laughs> Five, ten, ten feet of running, jumps past Dirth and hides behind him with a spear. Uh, <laughs> there's, you see Dirth, uh, the crowd erupts. There's the um, And Dirth kind of looks to you, gives a worried look, rushes over and reaches down off the pier and plucks the fisk from the water. The sharks swim away and submerge back under the water. Is it over? Insane. Is it over? What do I do with this? Oh. <laughs> uh, Dirth, Dirth takes it back. Um, he offers his hand. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hands over the spear, and he walks over to the edge, claps his hands together, rears back, and you see he mumbles an incantation, and he throws it. And as he does, it's almost like a perfect precision, like a javelin, and embeds itself into the pole. Huh. Somebody bring me my shirt. He just fucking went for that. What you do that for? Part of the competition. Oh, um, Zitch. He is. Uh, he reaches into a uh, a box, and he pulls out a medal of the conch. Oh, it yeah. is uh, made of sea glass, and it is crafted magically to appear like a conch. Conch. Uh, you can use their action to rub this metal. You gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed for one hour. Yeah. Once this property has been used, it can't be used again, and the metal becomes not magical. As he, the others, the three others kind of walk over to you, Zetch, and like pat you on the like, good job, good job, you did good. And Ao kind of gingerly nudges your shoulder, and like she gives you a, like a, a nod of solidarity as she walks over. Um, to you see the ethereal, beautiful looking drow, um, and that shaggy, uh, young, uh, human male. All right, uh, next group, anybody up? Fuck no. All right, all right, I'll try to make uh, this no. quick. Oh, all right, uh, it's Kamiric. Myrick. Come on, Myrick. Come on, The crowd cheers as Myrick steps forward. Come, uh, Myrick. You. <laughs> my paper here. Oh, okay. You are up against Ruka, who is a goblin, Gorma, who is a half orc female, and Tav, who is a male 
drow, uh, shirtless, he has a clear, it's clear to see that he has a swimmer's body. Um, that uh, triangle, uh, upside down triangle shape. Broad shoulders, but a very narrow waist. Um, and he looks like he's probably swam these rivers hundreds of times before. You see around his waist is uh, the Harlequin uh, pattern bandana, if you will. It's more like a sash that he's wearing around his waist. Durth looks to the crowd or to the others, um, lifts his hand, and begin. Uh, go ahead and roll me a an initiative check, please. Oh, my wreck. the official blessing. Sure. Yes, that'd be that. Roll for these people. Uh, hey. Yes. What'd you roll? 18. 18? You just beat him. So Myrick. Tav. Ruka. And Gorma. Myrick, don't forget there's sharks out there. Okay. Myrick, you are, it's, you're, you're up. All right. Runs 20 feet forward and takes that long jump, which is 20 feet. No, you would be able to do uh, your strength strength score. Which is 20. Your strength score is 20? Yeah. yeah 20. <laughs> so you move 5, 10, 15, 20. Your jumping correlates to your movement speed. Are you dashing? Uh, so you can't jump further than your the amount of movement you have. Yeah. So what's your total movement? Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. So you can dash. So you can dash and jump the twenty feet. Um, yeah. So five, ten, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty. So you would splash into the water here, forty. Um, that would leave. An additional 20 feet of movement. So you can move north. 10, 20. All right. Myrick is moving with expert precision. Next up is Tav. He runs 5, 10, 15, 20. And he matches your dive. Uh, no, he goes to 15 feet. I'm sorry. Dives into the water and he trips over that banana peel that Zetch left there when he got he out. He <laughs> is keeping pace with you, Byrick, just behind you. And he has not surfaced from the water. He is swimming underneath the water um, at this speed. Huh. Next up is Ruka. Ruka runs. 5, 10, 15. Ruka trips. Oh, no. Poor Ruka. Rolls, <laughs> rolls a 7 and Fumbles forward into the water. <laughs> she splashes. Uh, ooh, from the crowd. Um, Ruka has a negative one dexterity. So no. Um, you see she tries to right herself, and she's kind of struggling to keep herself afloat. Gorma is next. Kind of like Varuka. She's going to jump 10 feet to get here. Um, and that's, she's going to dash to move 5, 10, 15 here. All right. Next, back at the top of the initiative, Myrick, it's your go. Yeah, she's just going to uh, swim hard. I need you to, he is attempting, he's going to attempt to grab you. Okay. Uh, so, oh, not advised. You would do athletics or acrobatics? 
Uh, athletics. He rolled a 16. 19. 19. You feel the hand reach out for your, uh, your ankle and you instinctively just kick away and begin to swim. Yeah, so I get 30 feet with the action movement. 15, 20. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. It's uh, So you move at half speed, so it's... Uh, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so 15 and 15. Yeah. Before the 30 even goes up, you would get here, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. 5, 10, 15. Nope, you would be here. I'm really bad at math, apparently. Because you get <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, you get 6 squares. All right, so you're right there. He's up. Um... He's going to attempt to swim 5, 10, 10, 30. He needs to make. Oh, wait, you need to make a, because uh, you moved 30 feet, you need to make a strength saving throw for me. An athletics check, I'm sorry. Yeah. Athletics <laughs> like, <check>. wait. <laughs> right. uh, he oh. makes an athletic check and he succeeds. Natural one. Natural Myrick, one. you are pushed back an additional five feet. So you, tr- 5, 10, 15, and five more feet he as you're getting pummeled by the water not used to this environment you see he just swims right past you and gives you a look um because this was technically starting on your turn i will let you make you can attempt to make a attack of opportunity if you would like it would it acts as a grapple though you can't you can attempt to hurt him if you want (laughs) actually okay Jim. Uh, so <laughs> make it like a break all his bones. Strike, make a, an armed an arm strike, or no? It's a, a grapple. Is an athletics check. Athletics. Okay. Pull his fucking arms off. Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. You. Uh, he does not make it that far. As you steady yourself, you reach out your long, longer limbs, reach out and grab his ankles, and you see he looks back at you, um, with a worry. So he is going to attempt to kick you free. Uh, so another contested athletics check. Fourteen. With a twenty, he does manage to kick you free, but he—I will say—he loses a bit of his momentum there. All right. Next up is Ruka and Gorma. <laughs> Ruka, Ruka just climbs back up, and she <laughs> like she, just, oh. she hides her head as she walks around to oh. other people who are kind of like patting her on the back it's all right uh gorma is gonna try to keep pace 5 10 15 20 um she's dashing she's gonna go around you uh here she needs to make a strength athletics check uh she only has a plus two nope not a plus three minus one from that eight she fails she whoa, pummels back 15 feet <laughs> Myra, could you go? Hi. She is going to. uh, She's going to move. She's going to let Tav actually grab the sphere. She's going to basically uh, wait and ready in action to grapple them as they come back. Okay. Uh, are you attempting to hide your motives? Um, Do you want to appear like you're like setting yourself up? Yeah. Okay. She'll she'll move forward a little bit, but like act like she's just like struggling a little bit to do so. Then um, because you did move forward, I'll say. Oh no, Kamirik's got a cramp. 
Oh. <laughs> How many feet do you want to move, Myrick? Uh, I'll just move like five feet forward. Okay, so you move five feet forward. You, I'll let you roll a deception check at advantage because you did technically move. Seventeen. Seventeen. Thank you. Minus two. That's beautiful. Uh, all right. So you are holding an action. What's your action going to be? Um, to grapple that. To try to breast the stairway as, as soon as okay. yeah, as soon as Tav uh, gets within range of her. Right. Uh, Tav. It's his go. Five. Ten. Reaches up. Wrenches the spear free. And. 20. No, would not be able to go that far. Uh, no, yeah, you would. He has swim speed. Uh, gets. I'm going to roll an insight on him. As he's swimming toward you. I'm going to roll at a disadvantage because he knows the sharks are on their way. A 10. I thought it was a natural 20, but yeah, a 10. He's going to swim right up to you. He's going to swim around you. So your reaction to snatch it free triggers. Is it 20? Oh, God. <laughs> so many damn rolls. <laughs> Yay, carnival. Okay, uh, D20. A 21. Oh, shit. Oh. You watch as you go to pull it free. He's used to being in the water. You feel the wave kind of hit your shoulder, uh, uh, a crushing or a crashing wave as he just wrenches free, and he does not. You do not pull it free from him. Uh, Can I use knowledge from a past life on this to add a d6 on my? <gasps> do you have to be able to see your roll? Is it before you know? Um, roll a d6 immediately after seeing the number of the d. And that would be on your d20. So it would have yeah. to happen essentially right whenever you rolled. You would say, I want to roll okay, that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no next up is Gorma. Gorma is going to swim up 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, unfortunately, that does take her action to get out right there, but she's going to kind of impose in front of him underneath, kind of like halfway above the water underneath, trying to make a barrier ready to grab that uh, spear free. Pull his shorts off. 15, 20, 25, 30. <laughs> oh, you can't see these. Or not, you can't. They swim right up to him and they attempt to do what they did to the other one. <laughs> oh, a natural one for that one. He completely misses. Um, I'm going to say for this. He, A, goes to make a slam attack while B is swimming up, and Tav shifts his weight in the water, and B and A collide, both of their snoots boot, um, <laughs> as they collide in the water. So, because B rolled Snoot a natural boot. <laughs> yeah. uh, the boot, two boot sharks boot. kind of look a little confused. Uh, they, like, there's a dazed look as they both kind of settle into the water. And that's it for them. Myrick, it's your go. All right. Um, she's going to go ahead and rage. Okay. She tries to uh, do this athletic check again to rest the spear away. Okay. I don't know why I'm saying sphere like a circle instead of a spear. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Either or. Okay. 24. 24. 
He still rolled pretty fucking well. Uh, He wouldn't be able to beat you, though, even with a natural 20. Uh, A 22 is a failure. As you wrench the spear away, all the eyes turn to you. You Y'all are in a massive group right now. What are you attempting to do? Uh, Just going to turn around and go back. Okay. um, Slam down. Tav is going to use a reaction to try to grapple you, as well as Gorma. So, oh, shit. So you need to make two athletics checks as you attempt to. Well, actually, make one against Tav. Before? Jeez. Nope. So you managed to break free of Tav. Tav, Gorma is next. She rolled an 18. Oh, wow. You get here and you see with a lightning, with a quickness, she lashes out and grabs onto your ankle and holds you there. You've used your action to wrench it free. You're kind of you're grappled. You're put. Um, okay. Tav is up next. Oh, God. Tav is going to... Not them. Tav is going to swim around. Five, ten. Going to get here, and it's going to get in front of you. Trying to use that as a distraction, he's going to attempt to wrench it from you. <laughs> God, roll another one. Straight <laughs> up wrestling match in this one. For me. You hold the spear steady as he rolled a natural 14. Or he rolled a 14. Um, all right, that's it for him. He's going to stay put there. Gorma is next. Gorma is going to try she's gonna try her hand at it. This is what happens when we all group together. Mm-hmm. Not with a nine. 14. You, <laughs> you're maintaining that rage fills you uh, as you maintain Unfortunately, the two sharks do close in as well. Swimming both up on you um, for the first. Uh, D20. 2D20. Are doing checks against them or are they just attacking me? No, they're attacking you. Yeah. They have advantage because they are pack tactics. Oh, that's not right. Okay, yeah, I'll just use this. So whatever uh 19 plus 4 is a 23 2 plus 4 is a 6 um so for the first hit myrick i need you to make me a strength saving throw okay does rage do saves too yes it does okay oh that's a nat 24 24. natural 20 you are steadfast holding tight the second shark hit goes to hit you but completely misses again kind of dazed a bit from the the booping um all right that's it for them myrick it's your go okay uh she is going to uh let's action disengage out of okay all that smart move sweet go straight under tab to start swing down so going 5, 10, 15. Yeah, she's going to swim low enough that it'll be hard for Garma to try to get her reduce. Okay. <laughs> and you you don't have to breathe, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you're under the water. Garma has to stay up. Tab also has to stay up as well. They kind of reach the, the, the surface for some air. Um, all right. For... Oh, jeez. Tab's going to swim down to you. Um, he's going to take a breath and swim down. Jeez. Punch him in the lungs! Go to make a... 
Fuck. An athletics uh, check. Yeah, he can't wrench it from you. Gorma is <laughs> sees the sharks and um, was not fully paying attention and does not realize that they are swimming for her. And she just kind of fucked up and dashes away. <laughs> swimming away, uh, she attempts to. Yep, she fails and she plummets or gets pummeled. But she wants this and she takes, well, she doesn't want to get hit, but she takes two points of bludgeoning damage, slamming into the, the uh, post there. The sharks are going to swim up. They are going to maintain on you, Myrick. Two more attacks. Roll the table here. Or off the table. Nope, both of those are going to miss. That's a natural four for the first and a natural five for the second. Jesus. Uh, both of these sharks now are frantically trying to go for you, but they're not trying to, they're not trying to bite you. They're just trying to ram into you. Maybe that's what's throwing them off. Myrick, it's your go. Okay, she's gonna... Uh, she's just gonna go for it. She's gonna let the... Okay. Tab, will only take, is, Tab, Tab is only going to take the attack opportunity because they're not going to attempt to bite you and ramming you yeah. in this. They have to move to ram you. They can't just stay put. Uh, oh, what am I doing? Go to make a... He's going to attempt to snatch it from you, so go to make an athletics check. He rolled a 14. 20. 20, you managed to get away from him. They do 5, 10, 15, dashing, 30. Um, you did move 30, so do you make an athletics checks for me? Because there's, the land is here. You can potentially go underneath. Me too. But you maintain. You hold yourself. Um, I'll say Tav attempts to swim up, but he would have to dash and doesn't move the full 30 feet. 20, yeah, get it right here uh, to not get pummeled, but the sharks swim toward you and don't get too close. You see, they stay about right where Tab is and seem to kind of lurk as you are able to climb up onto the shore. Gorba, sorry, would have already booked it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gorma uh, kind of leading the helm there, but you climb up and Durth calls it, uh, walks over to you and lifts your arm. Uh, the crowd again, what the sea goes? Zetch is climbing and screaming. Okay. Uh, Durth approaches as well and presents you with a medal of the conch. Gosh, I think y'all have all gotten a medal now. Well done, all. I think we should be proud. Is that the final one? That is the final one. So as I'm the... going to cast a spell. Okay. I'm going to punch up Skyright. Follow the Seekers! <laughs> oh, God. You have Skyright? I do. Yes. <laughs> you see as the clouds overhead begin to shift into the setting the sun that's kind of drifting closer to the uh, far horizon the clouds shift and change and you see follow the seekers and the crowd cheers let's have another cheer the seekers. and you actually can hear through pockets of the city the seekers 
there's um carrying <laughs> over <laughs> because oh, for uh and that's where that's what we'll call it but <laughs> for y'all to know you have acquired one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven <laughs> twelve thirteen 13 medals between All the medals. Everybody has at least gotten one, though the person who got the most was Myrick. Myrick yeah. Yay, Kamyrick. Kamyrick. Oh, yeah, not Myrick. Everybody a referred to as Kamyrick. Kamyrick. That, that is her new name. It's Kamyrick. And yeah, we'll call it there. Wow. That was super fun. Man, I need to go to bed. I'm fucking wiped out. Let's say good night. Good night. Good night. And that's it for this session. Please follow the next Lego Journey in two weeks' time. Next episode, join Ziri and the other adventurers as they complete missions for the mysterious Golden Vault.